here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. King of Spot. New Japan Pro Wrestling. Welcome back, everybody, to Wrestling Omakase. It is episode number 87, and this week we have a full four-person roundtable, all returning guests, um, all Voices of Wrestling contributors in various ways, and we're here to talk about the New Japan Cup. We're going to do our first ever live pick with the new expanded 32-man bracket, and we're also going to talk briefly about the upcoming anniversary show, so it's an all-New Japan episode. Um, first of all, I want to welcome back to the show, Andy. Hello, Andy. Hello. Hi, hi, hi. Thanks for having me back. Um, you were last time for the Lucha Draft, so quite the step up yeah, here. Lucha in Draft, the... New Japan Draft. Those are my, my <laughs> two my two uh, times on. Lost, I, was gonna say I, quite... I got last, last place on both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say quite the step up here from listenership from the Lucha Draft to this, probably. Right. But, <laughs> but welcome back. Uh, welcome back, Suit Williams. Hello, Suit. Hello. Uh, you were on the well, the WWE Year in Review last. Yes, and despite what I said, I am still watching the TV. So <laughs> that's that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, the 
the WWE review that that episode, I just remember us getting like progressively more crazed as it went on. So I think things will be a little more chill this time. Well, yeah, because we're talking about a good wrestling company now. <laughs> Ooh, heavy shot there. <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> that's not, like, not a hot take, is it? Not pretty, really. Pretty no. lukewarm. Pretty lukewarm take. Uh, well, so there's some people out there that will get mad, but what are you going to do? Well, those uh, people are stupid. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Um, also, welcoming back a host of the Super J Cast for uh, last appeared on the New Japan Year Interview, Mr. David McDonald. Hey, Hello, everyone. David. What's happening? Uh, you know, I only talk New Japan. So, you know, it, when, when, when the bat signal goes out for the New Japan talk, uh, I, I uh, feel like I got to throw my hat in. So, uh, thrilled to be back. Thanks for having me. Um, of course, you were on the New Japan interview, like I just mentioned. And despite your repeated promises, you did not actually fill out a Omakase Year and Award ballot. Oh, so you you'll have a second. <laughs> I feel you'll bad. have a second chance. You have a second chance this year now. So there you go. Right, but understand um, like the circumstances that were, I was under there. So you know, I'm I'm ready to go out the door drinking in in the middle of tokyo and and you knew when i said yeah i'm gonna do it at the bar you knew that was like that ain't fucking happening right yeah, yeah, we, we did it yeah. so all right I, I i'll take the, i'll take the loss on that one i'll, I'll make it up on this show i'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a five-star uh damon performance here today all right thanks damon and finally uh nate you've been on many times before but this is your first appearance as a podcast co-host the host yeah. of the host of voice of wrestling podcast Everything elite. Yes. But welcome uh, back. Thank, thanks for having me on, John. Uh, I think I, I don't know that I was on that many times previously. I was on the indie draft where I lost to the uh, juggernaut drafter, Oatgan, um, even though I was the, uh, I think, deserving winner of that competition. Um, but yeah, now I'm on the Everything Elite podcast, basically taking you over for Aaron Taub, who's off doing things in the real world. Um, so yeah, we talk about AEW and, uh, it's great cause there's no wrestling to watch. You just like watch a 15 minute video and then you can check out for the week. The, I, I just listened to this past week's episode a little bit and I got mentioned by name. So I had to, whenever I get mentioned by name, obviously I have to listen. So, uh, apparently, apparently you guys mentioned that I would be very angry if Kenny Omega came out on DDT. So now I have to specifically not be mad. Yeah, that was uh, Bentley did think you were probably the prime suspect for you know being a DDT fan who is not a big Kenny Omega fan. Uh, <laughs> it, it would probably take a less little to see him roll in there and rile up all the DDT hardcores. Uh, there, there are definitely a lot of probably DDT fans that aren't big fans of him at this point. So yeah, I would. Uh, there's other candidates for the anger. So other than just me, um, I, I he I seen people speculate a lot that he could be the X. In the Iron Man Battle Royal at New York, which I think is maybe, I don't know, that seems like a weird spot for him, but who the fuck knows? Maybe that's all he wants to do is show up and do comedy. I mean, that would be fun because I am going to that show. And, uh, you know, otherwise on that card, uh, the Iron Man Battle Royal and the Maki Ito match are really the two things I'm looking most forward to on it. Uh, but yeah, they've been they've been pushing pretty hard that they won't be in New York and they have other plans. They've got like a family barbecue planned or something. So That'd be a pretty big swerve from what they're uh, sort of presenting. <laughs> oh, see, I didn't even know that. So that's uh, how much I keep up with the elite, I guess. But thank you, Nate. And you're, of course, here this time to talk about New Japan, the elite yeah. former promotion. 
uh, all of us here talk about New Japan. Before we get into the New Japan Cup predictions, I wanted to quickly talk about the anniversary show, since this will be dropping probably either two or three days before the anniversary show on Wednesday. Um, you know, we're not going to go through a whole match-by-match preview here, since that's not the point of the podcast. But I did want to quickly get everybody's thoughts on the card, you know, whether it looks good, what you're looking forward to on it. So start with you, Andy. Anything on the New Japan anniversary show stand out? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, the anniversary show for the last few years has been uh, pretty awesome. Always kind of a surprising, slightly different card. Um, this year is not really uh, any different. You got Will Ospreay in the main event again, uh, which I'm, your, your mileage may vary. We, we'll all talk about that, I suppose. Uh, but that's kind of an exciting match. And, and I think uh, before some recent Jay White matches, I think most people agree that... Uh, the best Jay White match was against Will Ospreay back in ROH. So that's promising, uh, but I'm pretty stoked to see Liger uh, getting that junior heavyweight uh, title shot. That's always, when that happens every other year or whatever at this point, that's always a fun little nostalgic trip. So I'm excited to see Liger and Ishimori, and, and that's been built really well in the, the Honor Rising shows and a little bit before that. Yeah. Um, Suit, what do you think about the anniversary show? Well, you can read what I think on voiceofwrestling.com. Oh, yeah, that's right. You I'm I... one-third of the preview team <laughs> along with you, John. Yeah, I should have remembered to plug that. Go check out our <laughs> Voice of Wrestling anniversary. I've been so deep in this friggin' New Japan Cup written preview that I totally forgot I was on that or that it existed. But, yes, the anniversary well, yeah. preview. I mean, you banged it out in, like, the first day. And then yeah. me and uh, Alex were, like, the the ones lagging behind. But... Yeah, we did that, and you can check that out on VoicesOfWrestling.com, but yeah, it's a good-looking card. It could be nice, quick, and easy, a couple fun 10-man tags, and the opportunity, probably, to see Hiromu Takahashi. Yes, um, you know, there's been a lot of speculation about that, and Dave Meltzer kind of confirmed that in, the, in this week's newsletter. He didn't say the anniversary show specifically, but he did say, like, Hiromu will be returning it's expected to show up on a show soon to announce his return. And there's really no other, you know, like it makes a lot more sense for it to be this show than a random new Japan cup show. So. Yeah. And he's not going to um, show up on these uh, road to shows that aren't being taped. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Damon, anything stand out for the anniversary show to you? Yeah. I think it's the same thing, you know, that I think everyone's been echoing. I hate to, uh, you know, not steal, but it's, Liger Ishimori is something that I'm definitely looking forward to because it is that kind of annual or semi-annual tap on the shoulder that Liger will get and give us his one really solid singles match. I think Will and and um, Jay White will be, I think it'll be pretty spectacular, actually. I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to it. And it's really one of the, um, I can't say it's one of the rare times that I'm excited for a Jay White match like in in a sense of over and above storyline over and above character development over and above like i'm really legitimately thinking this is going to be one of his his better matches and obviously title defense well not really title fence because there is no titles on the lines right non-title match um yeah i'm I'm, I'm kind of digging quickly can i just ask you were you at the were you at the osprey jay white match in at hammerstein a couple years ago or no yeah, yeah. Front row. I was in the front uh, row. Yeah. I was there too. That was an awesome match. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I, I think that was match of the night for me. Um Yeah, was for me too. Yeah. So I we know that that they both of them can deliver. 
And both of them, you know, this is at least, what, a year or two out from that match alone. So, yeah, I think only good things from that match. Um, okay, so, and finally, Nate, we'll wrap up with you. Nate, since you are here from everything Lita had to ask you, um, what do you think of the idea that this was originally supposed to be Kenny versus Osprey? Do you think the I, I was t- thinking what like thinking about this recently about like how much Twitter would have just like exploded if that was the main <laughs> event of the anniversary show? So I kind of wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, we sort of have the idea that they basically plugged Jay White into the spot Kenny was going to occupy at this point in the year, at least if uh, Meltzer is to be believed on that point. Um, I mean, I I think probably the crowd would have thought that was a bigger match than Osprey versus Jay White. Um, but yeah, they. I think Kenny was also sort of angling for that match. Like you mentioned it back when he was the IWGP US champion that he wanted to face Osprey. Um, so yeah, I, I believe that could be true. But uh, yeah, that, you know, really that Jay White, well, Jay White will Osprey match in Ring of Honor was the only notable thing I saw Jay White do in Ring of Honor. So uh, I, I'm fine with that rematch coming back. And, I th- and the thing that, that stands out to me, because obviously this is Osprey's second straight uh, appearance in the fi- in the main event of the anniversary show, is I think the live crowd will believe that Osprey can win this. Whereas last year, what really hurt Okada Osprey was just, you know, Okada at that point was like at peak unbeatable champion. And Will Osprey was still very much a junior, you know, the junior champion, obviously. So I just don't think. Like, there wasn't that crowd heat of, you know, Will can pull off the upset the way there was even, because I just rewatched this the other day, um, back in 2014 when Okada faced Ibushi when Ibushi was junior champion. You know, the crowd really believed that Ibushi could pull off the upset, and they at least went, they went along with it at the very least. Whereas last year at Okada Osprey, I really think the crowd struggled to buy that Will Osprey was going to beat Okada, and it really just hurt the crowd heat. And they worked it very one-sided for Okada anyway, so that probably was part of it. Whereas this year, I think they'll, I think they'll work it much more even, and I think the live crowd will, will actually bite for the near falls. Yeah, I don't have any doubt that they'll get the crowd into it. Uh, they've, I think, established Osprey really strong since he effectively became a heavyweight in the Never Division. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I'm sure they'll bite on those near falls because he gets pretty much everybody into the matches in those live New Japan audiences. Uh, that's kind of contrary to the Liger match, which is. The other one that I think is fun, just because it's cool to have, like you know, your all-time legend making the challenge on the anniversary show. That's just a smart little booking thing to do, even though everybody knows Fishimori is going to win, and uh, you know, just a good second defense for him to have. And nobody mentioned Shingo and Bushi for Pungi 3K, but I, I think that could, be match of the, that could end up being match of the night. I oh, think. that's going to be so great! I'm already yeah. ready for uh, Shingo and Show to go at it. Yeah. You know, there's only seven matches on this show. Um, I think this is going to be a real fun watch, number one, easy to get through. And the last four matches are really pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got you got uh, Rapongi 3K against Shingo and Bushi. Then you got Liger against Ishimori. And then you got a, a six-man with Goto, Okada, and Tanahashi against Sonata, Evil, and Naito. And then Will and Jay White. That's a pretty, that's a pretty solid seven matches. Well, four I mean, out of seven. That six-man tag should be fun, too, even if they, you know, probably Tanahashi will take the night off and, you know, like he does in a lot of these tags. But, um, you know, somebody will work hard. Maybe it'll be Go- Maybe Goto will get in there and really get a run because he's obviously felt very lost in the shuffle recently. So 
Yeah, give him some shine. I, give him some shine. Yeah. We get um, Hanari and Ishii going at it again uh, in the undercard yeah. too, which has always been pretty fun the last couple of years. I mean, the only thing on this card that I would not be super looking forward to is the opener, just because I'm really kind of down on the Bullet Club right now, other than Ishimori and uh, and Jay White. But even that still has the Young Lions in it, and like this this crop of Young Lions is like, you know, the best we've had in a long time now. So just a very just seeing Yoshida and Umino and Narita will probably make that match at least passable. Yeah, yeah. let me uh, also shout out, they did like conspicuously put Dragon Lee on this card. Um, yes. Brought him over. Uh, <laughs> he's opposite Desperado, so they've had a little thing that was building in BSJ. But yeah, obviously I think the, that's sort of tipping that there's pretty likely to be some Hiromu appearance here. And a uh, Cubs fan on Twitter also did the math, like <laughs> went through all the percentages that Hiromu was putting in his blog, and he says the date needed to reach a 1,000% according to his recovery rate, is March 6th. So, you know, they're, I, I think it's pretty certain that it's going to happen. So now the big question will be, assume, probably Hiromu will come out, probably Dragon Lee will come out, and they'll challenge each other for Hiromu's return match. Will it be for Madison Square Garden? That'd be, I think that'd be sick. I would hope so, just because I'll be there. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm very, I'd be very excited. But I think, it, it, you know, it could be for further out. It could be like for Duntaku or something, but... I hope it's for MSG. That'd be incredible. Look, this this show, you know, we you, you opened you, this show with, hey, we're just going to kind of hop on this, and then we're going to get right into the cup. <laughs> this show is legit. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I'm really. I am truly hyped for this anniversary show. Yeah, it looks like a good card. And in general, when you add that, I mean, I think New Japan's having a very good year, and you know, I've been a little more down than some people in past years, but I think they're off to a really good start this year. And I think when you look at March and between the anniversary show and this expanded cup that has a lot of people excited, I do think they're, you know, they're set up to have another really good month here and keep things rolling. So I'm pretty excited. Uh, But that's a good transition then to the new Japan cup, which is the main reason why we're here. We're going to do our live picks here, uh, basically a live pick and bracket. Um, you know, we'll go through the entire first round and then we'll each pick, uh, the next rounds based on what we've picked so far and see if we come away with some different picks here. So it's a 32 man tournament this year. Um, obviously that's a big difference from prior years. Is there anyone here who's not down with that idea? Cause I haven't seen, I, this has gotten like one of the better receptions I've seen on Twitter in a while. Like even like. So I talked about this last week, like even some like Enochism people I follow that like usually do not praise anything New Japan does seem pretty happy with this just because it gets like the, the New Japan dads back in it, which I think is a really cool part of it. You know, you got like Nagata and Ishii in the first round, Tanahashi and Umino. Um, I don't know. It, it seems like one of the more positive, mo- like positive received moves New Japan's done in a while. But is there anyone who's like really just against it who doesn't like it? Other than like fucking bad take Jake, WWE <laughs> idiots. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, you know, the feedback that we've gotten so far from Super Jcast listeners has been overwhelmingly positive. Like, I, uh, we, I don't think we've gotten one person that's, you know, is even kind of neutral on it. I think most people are, are really excited for it, um, more so than in previous years. Um, we get a ton of questions. And I think, it, you know, I, I love the idea that they expand it 
you know, and, and 32 people and everybody's got their favorites in it. And, you know, there's a lot of different ways it can go. And that's what makes it ex- exciting. And, and there is something about the bracket idea, right? There is something about, you know, kind of getting out, you know, it's kind of like that G1 feeling or, you know, to throw the sports analogy, the March Madness feeling of, you know, you're going to, you're going to map it out and you're going to block them off and you're going to, this guy wins in the first round. Can he get past the second round? That's that's fun, and and that's you know you kind of get your fantasy booking scratch itched um, real quick when you do that. Yeah, and the ulti- in the ultimate like a uh, nerd thing, I, I actually printed out three brackets for my my coworkers in my office, and <laughs> they've never watched oh. New Japan for a minute, and they filled them out for uh, we all put three dollars down. So there you go. <laughs> so yeah, it's a little cool. little that's win. Quite a hustle. We'll that's quite yeah. a hustle you got going there. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, who knows? I mean, I, I would say, John, going back to kind of like uh, being down, I think if you don't like tournaments and you're a wrestling fan, you're fucking out to lunch. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Tournaments are always the best. I'm not always, but they're often like the best parts of wrestling. Yeah. My only it, my only issue is that it's already like been announced that the winner challenges at MSG, basically. Um, so that makes it a little bit less up in the air, uh, to me at least. Um, so that's kind of my only beef with it, but, but the, the, the actual people involved, I think is really exciting and it's kind of something for everybody. Yeah. I just like the amount of fresh blood in there. Really. I like things getting shaken up and, uh, you know, seeing people moved in and out of focus on these, uh, cards. So just seeing some new names is cool. Uh, but even despite having some some fresh blood in there, you're still it looks like we're probably going to get a lot of big matches between top guys. Uh, last year, they sort of avoided that by giving Saber that super push. Uh, but it seems like it's probably kind of unavoidable this year. Yeah, I mean, we'll, and we'll see. There's still some opportunities for upsets that could that could really change things. But, um, you know, different different quarters of the bracket basically have are more stacked than others. And like there's one quarter of the bracket with Tanahashi Ibushi and Naito. So you think we're going to get like something out of there, but I could see one way where it go one. I could see it going one way where we don't really get anything big out of there. It involves Saber again. So we'll see. Yeah. And I think that's um, the hardest one to pick for that reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean like it's, it's very exciting. I'm very into it too. And I think it's a, uh, it's a really cool idea. I mean, the, I like the idea that they made it specifically for the heavyweight title again, for the first time in a long time, because I really like having the IC and never champions in here. Because first of all, I think it's dumb that anyone would ever choose those two titles. I mean, maybe you could make an argument for the IC, but no one on there's no one on planet Earth who should ever be choosing a shot at the never open weight championship. God bless the title, but like, come on, doesn't make it, and that, that never made any sense to me at all. Um, well, well, plus in New Japan, all you have to do is come out and, and say you want a title match, so. Yes, that's true. I mean, the heavy the heavyweight title, the heavyweight title is a little different, and it can be a little right. harder to get a shot. But like the never and the IC, especially, it's just like just show up and you'll get your shot. <laughs> but and it also sets up like you know cool little scenarios where someone could upset the champion and get a shot later. You know, like when Davy Boy beat Shinsuke in the first round in 2013, and then suddenly found himself with an IC shot. You know, an invasion attack. So. I hope something like that happens again where somebody unexpected takes out, you know, maybe not Naito because Naito has a very tough first round opponent, but somebody uh, unexpected takes out Osprey and gets a never shot or something. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Okay. So let's get into the tournament matches beginning with the first round, Yuji Nagata versus Tomohiro Ishii. Uh, These two of course have been feuding for months now. 
They were supposed to fight each other at the New Japan and USA shows, but the fucking Donald Trump shutdown happened, so <laughs> nobody from Japan made it over there due to visa issues. Um, so this will be their first singles match after, you know, like I said, feuding for months. Uh, Nagata has won this tournament twice, which, you know, I mean, it's been a long time. He won it in 2007 and 2011. Um, you know, he's been he's been to the finals a third time, too, when he lost to Giant Bernard in 2006. Um, his, this is his first... This is his first time participating since 2017. Uh, he lost in the quarterfinals to Evil, so he missed last year, but he returns this year. Ishii has never made it to a final. The farthest he's gotten is the semifinals in 2017 against Shibata. Uh, last year he went out in the first round to Elgin. So, I guess to start with you, Andy. Nagata versus Ishii, who you got? Uh, this is probably like top three. Uh, most looking for a match that I'm look, most looking forward to is because these are two of my favorites of all time. Um, but uh, while I'd love to see Nagata make a deep run, I I, I just got to go with Ishii. I think it's I, I don't think have him going far, but I, I think he'll win the first round in this kind of. I would have assumed if they would have been the singles match uh, in the U.S. Ishii would have won as well. So going with him. I don't, that makes sense. Um, who do you have here, suit? Uh, I've got Ishii. I've got Ishii here. Um, yeah, Nagata hasn't. He hasn't been to the final since 2011. I would assume he hasn't gone very far in his other appearances in the New Japan Cup. I made to the quarterfinals a few times. Yeah, um, but well, there were 16 people, so he only won like his first round match, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so uh, I wouldn't have him going far anyway, but I think he's going to pick up the win here. But this will be good, though. And this might be the uh, upset special where they throw in a surprise, but I think they'll keep Ishii in. Uh, what do you think, Damon? You know, when you look at it and the other first-round matchups, you would probably want to... If, you're, if, you're, if you need to see a New Japan dad go on to the second round, it's really between him and if you want to consider Makabe a dad, it's between those two, right? Yeah, um, pretty much. So if you're hanging your hat on that, um, you, you're, you're probably rooting for a Nagata win. But for pure selfishness and pure, I want to see matches involving Ishii, I would, I'm going to go with him as well. Um, th- th- it's the second round that has me a little bit scared in the sense of Matchup wise, I think Nagata and Taichi would be a more interesting match than, <laughs> right? I mean, right? Because because everybody's rooting for Nagata at that point to kind of make it through, and Taichi's a prick and, you know, fucks over Nagata. Um, that's the only thing where I'm kind of iffy on. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, uh, but uh, I'll go, I'll go Ishii first round win and he'll move on. All right. Um, what do you think, Nate? Uh, I will go with Yuji Nagata here. I think uh, you can beat Ishii. I think they probably want to, you know, make uh, maintain some juice with Nagata. They don't want to show that he's totally cooked quite yet. Uh, and I've got the winner of this match losing in the next round to somebody. And I think you probably would not want Ishii to lose to that somebody. So I'll go with Nagata. Um, I have Ishii. I do think he'll get past Nagata here. I mean, Nagata, I really thought long and hard about picking Nagata. This is one of the harder ones of the first round of pick to me. Yep. Um, because I think like Nate is just saying, if the person he's talking about is getting to the quarterfinals, 
it does make more sense for him to beat Nagata than Ishii. Um, but I do, and you could also do like a rematch for Nagata and Ishii later if, if Nagata wins this. But I do think Ishii will win. I think the I think maybe Nagata was supposed to win in America, and then Ishii was supposed to win here, and then that was supposed to be the end of it. But either way, I do think Ishii takes it. Um, yeah, this one's this one's kind of hard too because Nagata is like the most protected of the dads because if you remember back to when shibata was feuding with all these guys over the never title nagata was the one that beat him yeah so they do like uh keeping nagata the strongest of the of the dads uh up next we have tomoaki hanma and taichi um hanma will be participating in his seventh new japan cup unfortunately for him he has a distinction of appearing in the most New Japan Cups, or of all the competitors this year at least, of appearing in the most New Japan Cups without ever winning a first-round match. So he's lost to Izuka twice, Giant Bernard, Toriano, Togi Mikabe, and Satoshi Kojima. <laughs> what a list. <laughs> what a, I know. It's, it's pretty funny. Doesn't have to worry about Izuka or Bernard this year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this will be his first appearance in three years. Uh, he last appeared in 2016. Uh, he was scheduled for 2017 before he he would have met Tonga Loa in the first round before suffering his uh, unfortunate spinal cord injury. Uh, so that's Hanma. He'll be facing Taichi in the first round. This is only Taichi's second appearance, which is not that surprising because he just became a heavyweight last year. Uh, he lost in the first round last year to Hiroshi Tanahashi in a match that I loved personally. Probably mm-hmm. doesn't surprise anybody. Um, but Taichi, you know... That's this is an interesting path for him. I mean, I think that's what everybody was hinting about here. I think it's pretty not a hot take to say he'll probably get past the first round here, but be interesting to see if anyone has has it differently. So, Andy, what do you have here for Honma versus Taichi? Uh, yeah, no, I, I have uh, Taichi. This one was really easy for me to pick. Um, is this the first Honma singles match since his return? Mm, Anybody? Maybe, know? No, I think he didn't. He fight. Oh, he did he have like a young lion? Fight? I think he's supposed to fight Gato or he's about to. I don't remember. Remember, because maybe on the, the Takataichi show. Okay. I think that was. I'm trying to. I'm going to look up right now and see if that's good. Sorry, sorry to derail, but yeah. Anyway, no, I. Have, I'm, curi- I'm, I'm curious too, so I'm going to check. All right, go ahead. Uh, but I just think, you know, Taichi's, while he's not necessarily um, winning titles left and right, although he did have, have his chance at the end of the year last year, uh, I, I think they're booking him pretty strong, and uh, I think that continues through here. So Andy, you were right. It's his first singles match since November fifteenth, twenty sixteen, when he lost yeah. to Goto in Singapore. So I, uh, I could have sworn he had a match with Jado scheduled. Maybe it's like yeah, coming up or something, but I don't know. Well, and, and I think until recently, Jado was wasn't cleared to to wrestle yeah. in it either. So that's true. Uh, okay, suit. What do you have here? Yeah, I'm going with Tai Chi. Hanma is. It's hard to watch him. So. Hopefully Taichi beats him quick. Uh, Damon, what do you have for Taichi and Honma? Yeah, I'm three for three. Uh, I look, I'm I'm if I'm mapping this out and booking this out, I'm doing this for this guy's safety, right? I don't want to see. I the last thing I want to see is expectations of Honma having to get in there with Ishii, right? And the expectations of what that means physically to him. Um, so I'm going to take him out of the loop. I'm going to take him out of the picture. 
and uh, we're going to move on Tai Chi. And I'm sure we'll see uh, Iron Claws, Iron Fingers, and all that fucking nonsense. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll save Hanma for another day. Uh, what do you think, Nate? Yeah, this one's easy. Hanma's gimmick is that he loses and is uh, old and not very mobile. <laughs> tai Chi obviously is uh, has a new focus over the last year or so. Uh, so yeah, Tai Chi goes over. Yeah, and obviously I have Tai Chi as well. I don't think that's a difficult decision at all. Okay, so the next matchup we have in the first round is one of the guys I was you would talk about immediately for a guy who wouldn't be in this without the expanded format. Manabu Nakanishi makes his return to the New Japan Cup. Former finalist. He was in the very first finals in 2005 where he lost to Hiroshi Tanahashi. Um, this will be his, his first appearance since 2013. So his first appearance in six years. Um, you know, besides the final loss, he also lost to Giant Bernard in 2006. The name he lost Giant Bernard twice actually. He has a distinction too of losing to Rhino, who appeared <laughs> in 2000, 2008 in the first round. Um, but yeah, so Nakanishi making his first appearance in a long time, uh, and then Yoshihashi will be his opponent. The probably not surprising, but the the record for second most uh, appearances in the first round without, or appearances in the cup without getting out of the first round is Yoshihashi, who has appeared in five New Japan Cups and has never gotten through the first round. Um, this could finally be his year, I guess. He's up against a dad here. I mean, I think most people would favor him. So it'll be inter- interesting to see if anyone uh, just thinks Yoshihashi still can't get it done against Nakanishi. So, um, start us out here, Andy. Who do you think, Yoshihashi or Manabu Nakanishi? I, I would love for Nakanishi more than anything to, to win. Me uh, too. But I, would but I, I, I and I, I love you know I love his broken down self, and, and I, I you know I appreciate Nakanishi earlier, but I think of almost anyone in the tournament. Uh, if you look at the other thirty people, I think Nakanishi is about the only person that you can have Yoshihashi beat, uh, besides some of the young lions. So I have Yoshihashi uh, winning here finally. What do you think? What do you think, Suit? I have Yoshihashi winning. Really can't think of anything else to say about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Damon, what do you have? Here's the thing, I, and I don't know if I'm overthinking it, and I probably am. <laughs> but when you look at this in a singles match, like what does Yoshihashi have over Nakanishi? Like just historically, and who they are in the promotion and pecking order. The only thing that he really has is youth. Yeah. Right? That's really it. Like, it's not like Yoshihashi has this, this winning record and is heavily pushed and has this, this amazing. And then on the, on the flip side, Nakanishi has that, like he has that pedigree, so to speak. And he has that. And again, years ago, mind you. But, and, and again, he can't get out of the first round for the life of him. Neither of them can really. Um, so I did I did struggle with this a little bit more in the sense of, okay, I mean, it wouldn't shock me to have Nakanishi win. It no. really wouldn't. Um, with that being said, I went Yoshihashi. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all want Nakanishi to win, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you have here, Nate? Uh, yeah, I've got Yoshihashi here, sort of his big uh, comeback win after his little injury. Uh, unlike Nagata, I don't think Nakanishi is somebody that they need to, you know, keep some juice in. It's fine. You can beat him all day, all night. 
Uh, so yeah, but fundamentally, the the winner does not really matter. I don't think, but I think it's more likely to be Yoshihashi. And I also have Yoshihashi again. I would love to have Nakanishi get through here, but I just don't see it happening. So I'm going with Yoshihashi here. All right, up next we have Juice Robinson and Chase Owens facing off. Um, so Juice Robinson is the reigning United States heavyweight champion. The title belt that does still technically exist. Uh, <laughs> it's just so weird. We, we just have seen so little of him since he won this belt. And part of that's just because they never put up those USA, New Beginning USA shows where he actually did defend his title. And then the other part of it is obviously he's been in Ring of Honor with this lifeblood thing. So we just have not seen him or this title. Just feels very like, you know, lost, out of sight, out of mind. Um, but he is the first champion to take part because, you know, the only the other cup since the title was introduced was last year and Jay White. It was weird. Jay White didn't take part, but I don't think they ever explicitly said that the winner could choose the U.S. title, not that they would ever have any reason to, but he just wasn't in it last year. So um, so Juice has, will be appearing in his third cup. He lost. He's made progress each year. He lost in the second round, the quarterfinals, to Shibata in 2017, and then last year he made it all the way to the semifinals over losing to Roshi Tanahashi. So we'll see if he gets another deep run. His opponent, Chase Owens, is another one of these guys that's kind of, you know, 32-man fodder. Um, he'll be... He's never been in the New Japan Cup before, even though he's technically been a heavyweight since the 2016 World Tag League. Um, the He'll only be the third... He'll only be one of three people from Bullet Club participating, uh, trying to give us an all-Bullet Club MSG main event. Best of luck to him there. All right, uh, Andy, what do you have here for Juice versus Chase? Yeah, I, I'm happy to see J- Chase in this position. I think this will be a kind of a, a sleeper, good match, but uh, I think Juice uh, repeats his kind of strong run from last year and, and takes the win here. Uh, what do you think, Suit? Uh, yeah, Chase will be good for a hot closing stretch because he's used to taking the pin all the time, <laughs> and he'll be taking the pin here. I got Juice winning. Uh, Damon. All right. Again, I'm going to fucking overthink this like an idiot. <laughs> but you look at Juice, and you, you could see Chase challenging Juice for this U.S. title, right? That would that would make perfect sense. Um, if Juice were to win, Juice would face the winner of Nakanishi Yoshihashi. So second round, you got Juice versus Yoshihashi. Um, or Chase versus Yoshihashi. I just think you could do more with Chase, right? Because you, I mean, I, I, I guess the the question you have to answer is, is Juice going on, you know, past the second round at this point, right? Um, what's a sexier second round matchup, Juice Yoshihashi or Chase Yoshihashi? Um, I just think the benefits of having Chase pull off an up, upset having him challenge for the U.S. title. They could do it in the States. They could do it, you know, on, on any one of these Ring of Honor shows, right? I think Ch- Chase would 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 love the opportunity to do something with, with Ring of Honor. This is, this is one of my upsets. I actually have Chase going on, beating Juice, and challenging for the U.S. title down the road. Wow. That's an interesting pick. Uh, that would definitely be a big upset. But Upset special I like, over here. I, li- I like it. All right. Uh, what do you have here? Nate. 
Uh, I've got juice going over here. I, I I have seen you know fair amount of speculation, like with Damon, that maybe this sets up a future Chase Owens challenge. Um, but I think you still kind of need to establish juice and and have him get some strong wins with that title belt because you know it was only I don't know six months ago that he was taking all those losses in the G one. Um, so I think you need to put juice over here. I also think you don't want a quarterfinal that's some combination of Taichi, Yoshihashi, or Chase Owens. I think right. that's a pretty weak uh, <laughs> yeah. quarterfinal. So, uh, yeah, I, I think you got to go with Juice in this spot. All right. And I also have Juice Robinson winning. I just, I totally, I like Damon's argument. I never even thought of it, honestly, but that's a, uh, it's a very interesting argument, but I, I got to go with Juice here. I do think he's, I have him going pretty deep. So, obviously, that means he wins this. Uh, up next, so we're out of the first little quarter here into the second quarter of the bracket um, and we have Kazuchika Okada um, so this will be his first appearance since 2015 and he's only made two appearances total um, very simple reason for this he's usually the champion <laughs> when this <laughs> yeah. tournament takes place I mean he was the champion in 2012 he was the champion in 2014 and he was the champion in 2016 through 2018 um, he has a pretty good record defending the title against the winner uh, he beat Goto in 2012 Shabbat in 2017 and Sabre in 2018. His only loss came to Naito in 2016, but he will not get the chance to do it this year. He'll be trying to become the challenger. I think he's one of most people's favorites. Um, his two appearances, very feast or famine. He won the tournament in 2013, went on to beat Tanahashi for the title Invasion Attack and what I think is the best of their all of their matches. Um, and then he lost in the first round to Bad Luck Folly in 2015, coming off his Wrestle Kingdom loss. So He'll either either wins the thing or he gets goes out in the first round. His opponent is Michael Elgin, um, who will be making his fourth straight appearance in the New Japan Cup. Uh, he lost in the semifinals in 2016 to Goto. He also lost in the first round of Bad Luck Folly in 2017, and he lost in the the second round of Juice Robinson in 2018. Um, you know, I think I've seen some people speculating that Elgin could pull off the upset here, and I think it's an interesting. Uh, you know, thought. I mean, if Okada's not winning the tournament, he maybe putting him out early would be interesting. I just don't see it because his side of the tournament is just there. Just isn't anybody else that really I think is uh is going to go deep here. I just think his side is clearly set up for him to go pretty deep. Um, you know, Elgin's in, not Elgin's capable of beating him, I guess, but. I just think he's there to give Okada, a, you know, give a good match and give Okada a big win in the first round. They'll probably main event their show or be semi-main at worst. So, all right. Uh, what do you think here, Andy? Okada and Elgin. Uh, it's Okada. I mean, I think it'll be a good match, but no, not a not even a second thought. I think it's Okada. Okay. I, I, there, was, there was someone on the board's wrestling select that picked Elgin. So, uh, I, think, we'll see if I, think, I think it was Griffin. I believe. Okay. Was... Who also picked Umino over Tanahashi. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's not on here to defend his picks. I can't, <laughs> shouldn't go after him too hard. Um, what do you think here, Suit? Uh, I've got Okada winning. Uh, but you said Okada lost to Fale uh, in his other appearance in the New Japan Cup. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, they use Fale like that a lot. They use him as like a, you know, a spoiler. So that's a tease, folks. I've got Fale oh, yeah. going. <laughs> I've got Fale uh, going Jay- far. Oh, suit speaking to my heart. 
Damon, what do you have here for Okada and Elgin? You you brought up the one point of, you know, if, if Okada's not going to win it, why not have him go out in the first round, right? I think that kind of puts a little, uh, puts a wet mop on his comeback story arch, you know, that, that, that whole, or arc, or arch, or arc. What is it? I don't know. I think, I think arc. <laughs> All right. Arc, yeah. I make up words as I go along. Don't worry. <laughs> um, with that being said, I, I just can't see Elgin getting past Okada. If there were anybody else in the first round, you would have a little bit more of a strong argument with me. Um, I just can't see Okada going out in the first round. But I will say this. Of all the first round matches, this might be you know, one, and, one or the second or 1A of matches that I'm excited for in the first round. I think this match is going to be a banger. It's going to be great. Yeah, I mean, there's one that I'm looking forward to the most, but this is, this is obviously up there too. Yeah. Um, okay, what do you think, Nate? Yeah, I got to go with Okada here. Um, uh, Okada's firmly on this comeback trail here to get back into the main event picture. Elgin has been de-emphasized since the ugliness. Uh, so, yeah, just have him job out to Okada here. Yeah, I have Okada too. I can see the argument for Elgin, but I just don't think... I think Elgin's here to give Okada a good match, but I don't think he's actually going to pick up the win. Um, the next match sees the debut of Mad Mikey Nichols uh, <laughs> coming over from WWE where he was one half of TM61 as Nick Miller. Uh, that was, of course, their version of PMDK. Uh, his partner is still being held hostage, if you see that picture <laughs> of him in NXT UK looking like dead behind the eyes. But Mikey's still Mikey's escaped, and he's going to be the newest member of Chaos, which uh, you know, makes it really interesting that he could face Okada in the next round. Um, so obviously it'll be his first New Japan Cup appearance. Not his first New Japan appearance. I've seen like three articles say that in the past like two days. He appeared in 20 and uh, back in 2014 at Wrestle Kingdom 9 for an eight-man tag. It was him and his partner and Marafuji came with Toriano uh, to take on Suzuki Goon. And that ended up being the impetus for Suzuki Goon to leave New Japan for Noah to like get revenge on Marafuji after they won that match. So in a weird way, Nichols like kind of changed the face of New Japan <laughs> in his one little appearance. So that is really, really interesting. Uh, his first round opponent is Hikuleo, uh, also making his New Japan Cup debut. Um, you know, he's returning from an ACL injury, so that took him out for an entire year, pretty much. His last appearance was during the middle of last year's New Japan Cup tour. Um, you know, Hikule is in that weird spot. The same spot as, like, Toa Hanare, and the spot that David Finley used to be in, but I think he's kind of escaped it now just a little bit, where, like, they're not considered Young Lions. They have these gear makeovers and actual theme songs and name changes, but they didn't go on any excursion, so they're not really, like, that far above. Like, the only people they could beat are Young Lions, so he looks like he's first round fodder here. Uh, what do you think, Andy? Uh, I do not think this will be a particularly good match, uh, but I do think Mikey Nichols is going to win. Uh, I, I, I do like Mikey Nichols. I just think it'll be kind of a a very basic match from, from yeah, Hikuleo, that standpoint. Hikuleo hasn't shown much yet, honestly. So. Right, yeah. Suit, what do you think? Yeah, yeah this is going to be an interesting one because... Do you want Okada to beat a guy in a stable that's new, or do you want him to beat a Bullet Club young lion? I mean, it was it's as much of a toss up as 
any other match here because neither guy's going far, but one of them's got to win. Um, so I picked Mikey. You know, it was a coin flip. Uh, Damon, what do you have? The, the, the one thing is Okada. If Okada's moving on, you're not going to put him in the ring with Nichols, right? You're not going to go chaos, chaos. Really, um, I think I think they are going to do that, but ah, I think I think it's I think it screams Hikaleo. Now, again, if you think Elgin can beat Okada, then then it, then it really is a, a coin toss to me, right? But if like if I'm sticking to my bracket and saying Okada beats Elgin, I can't imagine them going chaos, chaos. But um, it could be kind of like a showcase for Nichols to kind of like give him a good match under his belt. Maybe I mean uh, that's how I view it. Yeah. I mean, possibly, but I, I mean, I went Hikaleo, um, just, just for the, just to avoid the chaos, chaos, uh, dynamic. Oh, interesting. Nate, what do you have? Uh, I've got Mikey Nichols here. Uh, I do think I, I tweeted this when the announcements first came out, pretty tough spot to put this guy in and his first match in, he's been in NXT forgetting how to work for like three years. And now he's got to go up against effectively a young lion who just had a torn ligament, like, could be some rough going here. Yeah. Um, if that sort of makes you think maybe Piculeo, you know, you can have him do a, a, a big guy dominating match, but then you don't want to do that with your new talent. So kind of tough on that point. Um, but yeah, I think Mikey goes over. Uh, he Hikuleo is like basically a young lion at this point. You want the new guy to come out somewhat strong. Uh, it does seemingly unavoidable, unavoidably put him up against Okada in the second round. I think that's okay to do chaos, chaos. That can sort of be like a, uh, I don't know if the metaphor is like an initiation for Nichols or like a, hey, let's see what this new guy in my stable has got. Let's see what he's made of uh, and, and sort of have him square up that way. Um, but yeah, I think Nichols goes over. Uh, and I, I did also note, I think Nichols <clears throat> was actually in the original LA Dojo. So he's got a pretty long history with New Japan. I know the, the Noah stands were upset that he uh, seemingly jumped over here, which I sympathize with, but... Uh, yeah, he's he's uh, had you know more than a few contacts with New Japan over the years. Uh, I also have Nichols too. I just think, like like Nate said, I think they're setting up like Okada to test him in the next round. So, all right, uh, that takes us to Will Osprey and Bad Luck Fale. Uh, so Osprey will be making his New Japan Cup debut. He's the current never openweight champion. He had always been a junior in the past, of course, so he never competed before. Uh, he'll be the second reigning never openweight champion to compete in this tournament. Um, the title was introduced in late 2012. The very first champion, Masao Tanaka, didn't compete in the 2013 New Japan Cup. No real reason given, as far as I know, just didn't feel like it, I guess. Um, Ishii did compete as reigning champion in 2014. Um, he does not give Osprey a very high bar to clear because he lost in the first round to Tetsuya Naito. Um, Naito, had, he'd actually just beaten Naito for the title and one of my favorite matches, actually, at New Beginning. And then he lost that. He lost to Naito a month later at New Japan Cup. And then Naito lost to him again at Invasion Attack in a never title match. So whoever beats Osprey here probably be in line for a title shot. The big question here is, will Osprey get past the first round? Because he's up against Bad Luck Fale, who, you know, despite being a little bit... Um, you know, de pushed in recent years. Recently, it feels like he he's still like he's claimed a lot of scalps over the years. Um, he's beaten four former IWGP heavyweight champions in this tournament. He beat Makabe and Naito in 2014. He beat Okada in 2015, 
2015, and he beat Tanahashi in 2016. Um, he's been to a final before. He lost to Nakamura in 2014. Uh, he's never lost in the first round. You know, he's made it out of the first round every year he competed. You know, one in f- five straight years. So we'll see what happens here. He's a pretty famous spoiler. So this sets up a, f- a pretty interesting first round match. Uh, Andy, who do you have here? Um, it's a little tricky. This one is a little bit tricky. Um, and anyone who knows me via Slack knows I'm a, I'm an unabashed, somewhat ironic, uh, bad luck folly fan. Um, Osprey being champion makes it a little bit more difficult. Um, and then probably losing to Jay White a few days before. Uh, but I, I went with bad luck folly here, uh, beating Osprey. Not necessarily guaranteeing a never title shot, although I could see it maybe Osprey getting a win back. But uh, folly usually does pretty good in New Japan Cup, and, and I went with him. Um, yeah, and I, I think that's a very defensible pick, honestly. This, this is a really hard one to pick, I think. Mm-hmm. Suit, what do you have? Well, that took the steam out of my uh, upset special, but yeah, I've got Fale winning here too. Uh, he always goes further in these tournaments than anybody really wants him to. And then I think they could build this up for Osprey to get like a big, like a big win over a super heavyweight down the line. Maybe, maybe not at MSG, but like Sengoku Lord or something. Yeah, the Duntaku Tour. It would, it would set up an obvious title defense at the Duntaku yeah. Tour. Um, what do you have here? What do you have here, Damon? No, no, no surprise. Uh, I have Fale. Wow. And, and again, for a lot of the reasons that were mentioned earlier. One, um, here, here's, here's if you're an Osprey fan, here's what you're hanging your hat on. Is that Osprey has gotten some big wins and, and has gotten the pinfalls against big guys. Right, and they and they are setting up the the train of thought and conditioning people to kind of get Osprey in that heavyweight mode of, of beating big guys. Fale's on a different level, though. He's a monster, right? Fale, just like everybody has said, he gets out of the first round. Um, and if there's going to be a title defense for the never open weight title, Fale's going to be a guy that you would think would be in that mix, right? Um, truly open weight <laughs> right right we're going we're going both sides of the spectrum here when it comes to weight class so and again down the road maybe not i hope not an msg because truth be told i don't necessarily want to see another Fale osprey match but uh down the road yeah i think i think that's that would make perfect sense um osprey's got got to take care of that title doesn't need to go on in the tournament it would make sense for him to take the loss so uh, Fale moves on. Nate, what do you think? All right, I will take the uh, opposite position of everybody again. Um, I think those are all good points. This is really more of like a wishful thought than um, than a, uh, a rational one, I suppose. Uh, but yeah, I think you want to continue establishing that Will can go toe to toe with the big guys. Uh, I still don't have him coming out of you know these first couple rounds. Um, I just you know. Bad Luck Fale's big sack of shit character is a little less charming than it used to be. So uh, I would have somebody in the next match uh, go over Will instead to set up a never challenge. See, I I have Will winning here too. I totally see the argument that he's not going to make it very far, but I just think I think it's set up for Okada and Will in the quarterfinals. I just think that's set up to be a marquee quarterfinal match, a rematch for the anniversary show last year. And I just think anybody else from the from this like foursome Getting all the way to quarterfinals is just so unappealing. Um, it could be, I mean, it very well could be Fale, unfortunately, but I just think um, 
I don't know. I just don't, I don't feel it for some reason. I think this is finally the year where Folly goes out in the first round. And I think they're going to set up well as like this giant killer and have him get two big wins here. So I, 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 I have, go ahead. What are we going to say? I was going to say, I think the other thing none of us mentioned is Fale has a God that could very easily sneak a win, help him sneak a win right. yeah, know, behind the ref's back. That so that still keeps Osprey strong in a way. That is true. Okay, so the final match on this quarter and this side of the bracket, uh, Toa Hanare making his New Japan Cup debut. Let me tell you, I had a hard fucking time finding something to write about him <laughs> in the written preview because I don't know. I, I, I like the guy, but like, it's just he just doesn't do anything other than lose, and he doesn't have any history to draw on in the tournament even. So but he's making his debut. Good for him. He's facing Lance Archer. Um, Archer has... Only made it. Oh, Archer's never made out of the first round. Somewhat surprisingly, uh, he's made four appearances. He lost to Makabe in 2012, Okada in 2013, Prince Devitt in 2014, and then after a long gap, he lost last year in the first round to Bad Luck Fale. Um, he could end up facing Fale again in the second round this year, um, but he has to get through Hanare first. Uh, what do you have here, Andy, for Hanare and Archer? Um, I think this is one of the biggest, like, just absolute toss-ups of, of the first round on either side of the bracket. I don't think it uh, truly matters, and I think you can make arguments for both people. Um, I'd love to see Hanare win, but I, I do have uh, Archer pulling this one out. Suit, what do you have? Yeah, like like Andy said, this is a tough one. Uh, but Hanare's kind of in that limbo, like we said earlier, where he's not a young lion, but He's not really full roster, so I'm going to go with the more proven commodity. I will go with Lance Archer. Damon? Archer's in the tag team. He's he's busy with David Boy Smith Jr. Um, he's, you know, he could t- easily take this fall here. It would not be a ding on him at all. It would help Hanare, and which would lead, if my brackets are even remotely close to being accurate, Fale Hanare 3. Right, um, where Hanare finally gets some revenge, and Hanare finally, possibly, maybe uh, gets a gets a win over over Fale. Right, if we're thinking down the road, that's not happening. I just thought I threw it out there. <laughs> um, um, but it would not hurt Lance Archer, right, at all, if he lost this match by you know slip on a banana peel, whatever, however you want to do it. And again, you're kind of ele- helping elevate Hanare as a as a singles guy, which is, I would think, eventually going to be an end goal somewhere along the line in 2019. So, uh, and maybe a little bit of an upset here. Uh, I actually have Hanare going uh, over and getting the win and moving on to the second round. Cool, Nate. What do you got? I've got Lance Archer here. Um, like Suit said, I think Hanare. You know, he's basically you know he's not a young lion, but he's I don't know if we need a term for this or something. He's an undercard jobber that is effectively a young lion, just with a little more flair. Uh, he's like a young adult lion, maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, he, he loses in matches where young lions pin other young lions. Like, he's not established. Uh, I don't think you can put him over Archer. And I think if you put Archer over here, you can basically plug him into that bad luck folly spot that he usually has at this time of the year just to freshen it up, you know, have him beat Osprey maybe, uh, you know, replace the yearly Okada versus Fale match with Okada versus Archer. Archer's 
got more juice at this point. He's got a fresher pair of legs, I think. Uh, and yeah, it also gives a little shot in the arm to the KES tag team. So yeah, I, th- I like to see Archer win this. Uh, I have Archer as well. I just think for all the reasons we discussed, I don't think Kanari's ready yet for that kind of win. And I think it'll keep playing into my Osprey giant color thing they think they're going to do. So Archer gets through. All right. So, we move to so, the. Wait, wait, wait. Just one second. So for the people who picked Fale, right, <laughs> against uh, Osprey, that means you're going to get Archer versus Fale? Uh, I, I chose that d- distinctively. Like I, okay. I chose that on purpose. Like the two biggest guys on the roster. They, they've done it before. They did it last yeah. year in the first round. So it won't be pretty. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, all right. O- Osprey versus now. Archer could be pretty from my perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that that would be cool. The other side of the bracket now begins with Hiroshi Tanahashi against Shota Umino, uh, and this, by the way, begins like what I call the death quarter. Of the bracket because there's so many big D. Like there's a few people in here that are, that probably won't move on, but like there's like f- five people in here in this out of eight that you could reasonably make an argument to send all the way to the final. Oh, so yeah. this is by far by far the most stacked quarter of the bracket. Yeah, I mean, John, um, I think I think before they announced that the, the winner was officially challenging at MSG, I think you and I were talking that Evil is like one of the front runners to win, you know, the New Japan Cup and in Slack and whatnot and. Now let's change a little bit, but that's still it's awesome, awesome quarter. Uh, so Tanahashi, of course, he's been in this many times. He won it twice in 2005 and in 2008. He made it to the finals and lost to Goto in 2012 and Sabre in 2018. So that's four finals appearances total. He's also lost in the first round a bunch, though. He had a three-year streak, and we lost to Yano, Fale, and Evil 2015 through 2017. Uh, he also has very bad luck defending a title against the winner when he's not in it. Uh, he lost the IWGP heavyweight title to the winner, Nagata, in, 20, in 2007, and Okada in 2013. And he also lost the Intercontinental title to Shinsuke Nakamura in 2014 when Nakamura picked the IC shot. He did successfully defend against Goto in 2009 and Nagata in 2011. So that still leaves him with a 2-3 and three record against the winner. So at least he's not <laughs> defending a title this year, I guess. Um, but yeah, so Nagata, I mean, Tanahashi, obviously, you know, one of the guys, one of the four guys who I think are most likely to win with Okada, Naito, and Ibushi. Um, and his first round opponent here is Umino, who has never appeared in New Japan Cup. And I, I doubt anyone here is going to have him <laughs> beating Tanahashi, but it's a important spot for him. It shows the kind of faith they have in him that he's going to be. He's the only young lion originally scheduled to take part. He might not end up being the only one now because of Finley's injury. But the fact that he was picked here obviously says something about him. Uh, Andy, who do you have winning this very difficult to choose matchup? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the people who, who did pick Aminu that we know, I thought they were crazy. Uh, I think this will be awesome match, uh, but definitely Tanahashi here. Uh, suit? Tanahashi? Yeah. <laughs> David? <laughs> Yeah, the only reason you're going any other way besides Tanahashi is if you're going to be the guy that's going to, you know, you're just going all in to win your bracket, right? Yep. Just, just by, on that one percent chance that that you know New Japan lost their mind for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so no, Tana Tana's winning this match. Uh, Nate Tanahashi. Yes, I also have Tanahashi. Not very shocking. Uh, the other first round match. As we're recording this, we do not know what this match is going to be. Uh, it was originally supposed to be Hiroshi Tenzan against David Finley, and I think Finley was going 
to win that, honestly. Did anyone have Tenzon on beating Finley? I I had Finley winning. I do. I had oh, him, oh, okay. Wow. I oh. had Finley I had Finley winning because I thought for sure there's there's gonna be like his big win for his first big singles win and then get to face Tanahashi in the second round, but um Nate, you had Finley as well. Yeah, I had Finley. That uh you know, he he and Juice are getting in turn for or in line for a big push in Ring of Honor, seems like. Uh and yeah, he's he's finally graduating out of that young adult lion phase into being like a genuine wrestler. Yeah, he so. got a bunch of pins in the World Tag League this year. That that's like that was a big graduation for him, I think, to to real wrestler. Right. Um, and also Tenzan got his focus for this year with the whole Azuka uh storyline. So if you're fine beating him. Uh yeah, I definitely thought it was friendly. But now we don't know who Tenzan's facing. They have not announced it yet. Um, I doubt they're going to, I mean, there's really no one left on the roster and the heavyweight roster to put in here. You can't call ring of honor because they have everybody booked for that anniversary show, which is right in the middle of this tournament. Um, I guess you could call CMLL, but I don't know who you're going to get from that. Um, you know, obviously most of their guys are more junior sized, uh, at least the one new Japan uses anyway. And, you know, I think it's pretty likely to be Young Lion. Maybe, maybe Ayato Yoshida. Maybe Red Narita. You know, someone of that ilk. It could be a junior, I guess. Um, there was a joke that Taguchi was angling for because he wants to be the 69th heavyweight champion, but I don't, I don't know if that could just be a joke. Whoever it is, I think it's pretty likely now Tenzan will beat them. Um, Tenzan, you know, this will be his first appearance in the Japan Cup in three years. Uh, he last was here in 2016 when he lost in the first round to Elgin. He's never made it to a final, surprisingly, even when he was like a pretty big deal when the tournament first started. He made the semifinals twice, uh, where he lost to Tanahashi in the first one and Makabe in 2007, but he never made it all the way to a final. So um, I don't even know if we. Sh- this is a hard one to really say anything about to predict. We don't know who he's facing, but I don't know if we should really go around the table. Does anyone think they're going to insert somebody surprising and beat Tenzan, or does everyone just have Tenzan? beating like a Yoshida or Narita type. I mean, if they put Taguchi in there, I think, you know, Taguchi is a big enough junior that you could get away with it. And and like I said, Tenzan has had his focus for probably the entire of 2019. So you know, I think it's fine if you beat him in that spot. Um, but yeah, basically, if it's anybody but a young lion, I think they beat Tenzan. If it's a young lion, Tenzan beats them. Uh, it'd be fucking cool if it was like Ultimo Guerrero or something, because Tanahashi versus Ultimo Guerrero is a low-key during match, but extremely unlikely. <laughs> Anyone else want to throw out a thought on this? The, the idea of Tenzan and the expectations physically of having him in a second-round match against Tanahashi, Christ almighty. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, that was an easy out for him with 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 Finley. If you stick a young lion in there, he he has to go over, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I I would not be surprised if if New Japan is scrambling a little bit just to fill that gap with somebody, right? Just just have somebody that would be able to go over Tenzan and 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 move on. I don't know how they get around it because you're right, the Ring of Honor logistics would be the easy fix. Um, but they're you know they they have other obligations, so it's. I mean, I guess you right now, you know, you don't know who's going to be put in that spot. If, if Tenzan moves on, he's he's going to be asked to. I mean, Tanahashi's going to be asked to work a miracle to have a great match, a, a good match, uh, out of this. All right, so I guess we can move on then to one of the most anticipated matches of the entire tournament, which is happening right here in the first round. Uh, 
I think this was like the big stutter when the brackets came out. They were getting Kota Ibushi and Tetsuya Naito in the very first round of the tournament. Um, it's going to happen like in the where this is happening like in Kobe, right, or something. Like not even like in Corkin or anything. It's very interesting. Um, so Kota Ibushi, he's only been this tournament twice. He won the tournament in 2015, uh, went on to challenge AJ Styles for the IWGP heavyweight title at Invasion Attack and did not win. Uh, and then last year, he returned to the tournament and lost to Zack Sabre Jr. in the quarterfinals or second round, whatever you want to call it. Um, so he he's one of the guys, I think, that is a favorite to a lot of people. His opponent is Tetsuya Naito, who is the reigning IWGP Intercontinental Champion. Uh, he's had the stated goal of winning the heavyweight title and holding both titles at the same time. Um, I, one of the things I find interesting that I think people forget with the whole Intercontinental title saga with him in 2017 was he did not like the Intercontinental title beforehand, but it was really after they refused to let him in the New Japan Cup as champion that he just started getting like really violent with the belt and started like throwing it into the ring post and everything. So, you know, it's very, uh, it's, I always like pointing that out. But this year, they are letting him compete. He will be the third ever Intercontinental Champion to compete in the New Japan Cup. Uh, Goto won the tournament as Intercontinental Champion in 2012. He did not succeed, of course, in going on to win the heavyweight title as well. And Nakamura lost in the first round as Intercontinental Champion to Davey Boy Smith Jr. in 2013. So, again, he has a, a feast or famine there, either winning the tournament or going out in the first round. Uh, Naito himself has won this tournament before in 2016. He's one of the few people to only him and Okada have ever cashed in a heavyweight title shot and gone on to from winning this tournament and gone on to win the heavyweight title. Uh, last year, he lost in the first round to Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, and, he, and he lost to Ibushi in, this, in the semifinals in 2015. So this is a very interesting one to pick. I think you easily could pick Ibushi here because it would set up a hell of an Intercontinental title match down the line, maybe for that Sengoku Lord show I've seen a lot of people suggest in, in Nagoya. Um, I think maybe people are underrating Naito's chances here because it would be like, you know, just an incredible, almost an upset at this point if he beats Ibushi. But it's a very interesting match. Andy, what do you have here, Naito and Ibushi? Um, yeah, I think uh, we'll, we'll reveal this, but a little spoilers. I think Ibushi is has a very similar run to last year's winner this year. Um, I have Ibushi winning uh, for all many of the things you kind of pointed out, but um, I just think it. Uh, makes the most sense right now for him to win. Suit, what do you have for Naito and Abushi? I will go with Abushi. Um, given Naito another win, given Naito a win here would be, it would be interesting because then he could lose to somebody else and set up an Intercontinental title shot. But I'll stick with Abushi and say he gets. I say he gets the title shot and beats Naito because. I think he might. I think they might put the IC title on him now that he's signed. Oh, that would mean he beat Naito three straight times going back to last year's G1, which is mm, something that gives me a little true. bit of pause. But, it would but Naito up. could win G1. Yeah, that is true. Damon, what do you think here? <sighs> this one's tough, right? Um, the idea of Abushi winning. Does help set up future challenges to an IC title. Um, again, in in my mind's eyes is what's the end result? What what do we want to accomplish here? 
Um, and if Abushi is in the mix for Madison Square Garden, um, obviously he would have to move on. Uh, I just think there's more benefits right now to having Abushi beat Naito for you know now and then setting up future title opportunities um, rather than Naito beating Abushi, who just signed uh, his deal. Just you know, I, I would think they would. They really want to heat him up a little bit more than than having him lose in the first round right out of the gate. So uh, that's why I went with Abushi to move it to the second round. Nate, what do you have here? Yeah, this is the obvious hardest choice, I think. Um, I went, went with my gut and just said Abushi. He just signed. I think you just want to push him to the moon now that you finally can. Uh, I think you kind of want to plug him in as your stand-in for all the Kenny Omega fans who, you know, no longer have Kenny Omega to watch in this company. Um, so, yeah, I don't think that Naito is going to win this and challenge at Madison Square Garden. So, therefore, I say it's probably better to have him go out early, set up the IC challenger, and honestly, that sounded fine. Uh, I think what Sue was talking about, um, you know, have Ibushi take the IC belt off Naito, have Naito win the G1, and then you can set up your, uh, you know, giant main event for one of the two nights at Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm going with the Bushi on this one. Very low confidence on it though. Um, yeah. So th- what Nate just brought up because that made me reminded me. Were you stunned, Damon, by that that poll that uh, that Joel ran about like which would you rather have, Omega or Bushi? Because I I thought Bushi would win, but it was like seventy nine twenty one. Yeah. I couldn't believe it was that one sided. Yeah. Yes and no, and and here's why. It's you know, Abushi. I don't I don't want to say, you know, Kenny's gone and you know out of sight, out of mind. Kenny deserved, in my mind, to win Wrestler of the Year, and he did last year, um, in our poll. And so, while while it was such a, a definitive, lopsided, you know, poll win for Abushi. It, it doesn't really surprise me. I think, I think people are fickle. You know, I think people again, out of sight, out of mind, and you know, they're, they're going to stick with their guns and stick with the people that stay with the promotion that they watch and listen to podcasts about. And, um, I don't think it was a damning fuck Kenny Omega kind of thing. I think it was more of he, he you know, it's kind of for a terrible hockey analogy. It's kind of like John Tavares, Maple Leafs. New York Islanders, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, right? You know, so it's like you know, fuck you, Tavares. You, you know, even though you were the best player, and but you turned your back on us, and we're we're we're, we're we don't need you as the chant was. So uh, it's kind of, I think there are new there's a large New Japan fan base that kind of feels that way as well. Yeah, I just found that very interesting. I think if um, you run that that poll at this time last year, it's much closer. Yep, yeah, I agree. I <laughs> I still think Ibushi wins, though, actually. Yes. Because, yeah. Because there's enough people that, like, the people who like them both might vote either way, and then there's so many people that just don't like Kenny. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, there's plenty. Here's the thing. I, I In the ring, I, I do, I think Kenny Omega's great. Um, it's it's more the outside the ring stuff that you kind of, and even, you know, just, just some of the nonsense. You're just kind of eye-rolling and hand-waving. But... Trust me, there's plenty of people that look past that, and 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 people that really dig it. There are people that just you know that you know everything that the guy does and everything they touch. You know, there's people that travel the country 
and travel the world for him. So, yeah. I mean, I can't, you know, I, I, it, I, I, it would be, clo- I mean, it would be, it'd be very much closer. I don't think it would be a blowout the way it is now. But again, out of sight, out of mind. You, you left the company that we love. So go fuck your, you know, goodbye. So Naito Ibushi, um, like I said earlier, I think I, I almost want to pick Naito just because I feel like people are really underrating the chance of him winning, and all of us picking Ibushi will make it even more obvious that, like, you know, make it seem like Ibushi's more of a lock, which I don't think he is. I think he could lose this, especially when I see what the next round is. It's like Ibushi ha- does have a good match in the next round because Sabre took him out too last year, but Naito has a good match in the next round no matter who wins the other first round match because. You know, either he could face Saber, you know, a guy who has a lot of recent history with, or he could face Evil, which would be a really cool Lij versus Lij match we haven't gotten since the 2017 G1. So I do think it's possible Nitro wins this, but I have to go with Ibushi because I think the Ibushi winning and then setting up an IC title match scenario is too likely. But it's really, really going to be really interesting, and obviously I'm incredibly hyped for this match, and you know, it's one of the reasons why. Just the fact that we're guaranteed this match right away that I'm really looking forward to this New Japan Cup. Um, all right, so the final match of this death bracket is Evil and Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, Evil will be making his third appearance. Uh, he lost in the first round to Tomohiro Ishii in 2016 and lost in the semifinals to Bad Luck Fale in 2017. Uh, he missed last year's tournament due to injury. Um, Zack Sabre Jr. is his opponent, and he... Saber, interestingly enough, became the fifth wrestler last year to win the New Japan Cup on his very first try. Uh, Tanahashi did it in 2005, which was the first tournament. Uh, Giant Bernard did it in 2006. Okada did it in 2013. And Ibushi did it in 2015. So if there's somebody in the tournament in the fir- for the first time, I guess look out for a New Japan Cup winner, Colt Cabana. Or yeah. <laughs> like, uh, there aren't a lot of... Not to say Mike Nichols. Yeah, there aren't, a lot of, there aren't a lot of big names competing in their first New Japan Cup, but you know, look out for look out for Shota Amino, I guess. Um, but yeah, so Saber, Saber and Evil have a re- good recent history too. With Saber pinning Evil a lot with his flash pins towards the end of last year, and then Evil got the win back at New Beginning in Sapporo. So a lot of history here. What do you think? Uh, what do you have here, Andy? Saber or Evil? Uh, I really like when these two match up. Uh, I think Saber wins. I would. I could definitely see Evil winning. Uh, but but just going last year's champion, going with Saber, getting that win back. Suit, what do you think? Uh, I have got ZSJ over Evil here. Um, I don't I don't think they'd have him lose in the first round of the year after they won it, and that's really my best my best analysis for it because it could go either way now that Evil got his win back back in uh, Sapporo, but uh, I don't know. Dan, what do you think here? Look, all I want is for Abushi and Zach in the same ring, right? That's that's <laughs> as as we say, pants down for for that. So, um, for that reason alone, because you could flip a coin. I really feel like um, there's benefits for Evil. There's benefits for Zach, but from a pure, let's see this in the second round, Abushi Zach. Well, I'm I'm going Zach. Nate, what do you have here? Yeah, I'm going with Zach. I think uh, he's basically a tier above evil in all facets as far as his push, as far as how entertaining he is to me. Um, And yeah, uh, basically 
Saber versus Ibushi or Saber versus Naito. Those are like some of the best matches that New Japan put on last year. So I would love to see one of those matches again. So yeah, I got to put Saber ahead in the second round. And I also have Saber winning here. I just think he's very useful to spoiler, and I think he might pull it off again in the next round. So I have him beating Evil here, getting his one-on-one win back. As much as I want to see Evil go deep, I just don't think it's his year. Lots uh, of uh, lots of Los Ingobernables uh, first round knockouts here. Yes, but there's one one guy there left. One. There yeah, is one. Yeah. Who the rumors flying about? So we'll say. Um, so net, we're out of the death quarter now to the last quarter here of the bracket, and this might be the up, death to watch quarter. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the other one actually. The other yeah. the other quarter on the other side of uh, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, that's a that's not a great there, one too. There's basically two. Good quarters and two bad quarters, really. I mean, not that either one is awful, but I just think, you know, not as good. Um, here we have Togi Makabe and Colt Cabana. Uh, Makabe has made many appearances in, this, in the cup. He's made two finals. Uh, he lost to Yuji Nagata in 2007 and Hiroki Goto in 2010. Made a bunch of other semifinals, too. He lost to Tanahashi and Nakamura and Goto. Uh, Goto twice, actually, in the semifinals. So he could face Goto. They're in the same quarter, so Goto's eliminated him from this thing uh, three times. So it could, who knows, it could happen again. Um, but yes, Makabe has not appeared since 2016 when he lost in the first round to Tamatanga. Uh, his opponent is Colt Cabana, of course, making his New Japan Cup debut. So if Colt Cabana wins this New Japan Cup, he could be challenging for the IWGP heavyweight title and for the Ironman heavy metalweight title in the same weekend. Because he's confirmed for the DDT, he's coming to America, uh, Iron Man Heavy Metal Weight Battle Royal. Unify the titles, man. Unify. <laughs> <laughs> he could be doing something. commentary on the show too. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, so Maccabi and Cabana, who you got here, Andy? Uh, I got Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana. I don't. I don't really care about this match at all. Uh, that's about it. Uh, what do you have, suit? I put some thought into this one because if Makabe won, I have Yano win in the next match, but do you want MVP fighting each other after they just got back together? So I have weirdly more confidence that Cabana will win than Davey Boy Smith Jr., so I will pick Colt Cabana to get the win. Uh, Damon, what do you have here? I don't, I don't see Cole Cabana getting past the first round. Um, yeah, I think this is a Togi win. Um, I don't think we'll see the dream comedy match. Sorry, everyone. Um, and I think David Boy, well, not that, yeah, tip my hand here, but I think David Boy Smith had a really good showing uh, previously in that tag match um, just a, about a week or so ago. Uh, I don't know. I, I I I just I just with 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 Mock Bay and who he is and where he's been and I, know, I think that there there's a lot to be said about that. So I I actually have him beating Colt in the first round. Uh, and Nate, what do you have here? Yeah, this is probably my uh, most anticipated match of the first round. Um, Togi Makabe had a sneaky good G1 last year. Yeah, I agree. He was um, good. So he throws the middle finger around a lot. Colt Cabana is a good matchup against almost any style of wrestler. 
He's got the size to appear legitimate. He's got the power moves. He's a master of comedy. Audiences love him. Uh, he can do the fucking world of sport technical shit. Um, and he's been established in Japan for a long time, going back to DDT and Noah before that. And for all I know, he was probably bouncing around like zero one or something back in the day. So uh, I think Colt wins here. Uh, I, I think it's hilarious that he's in this match or in this tournament, but I genuinely uh, want to see him mix him up with some of these guys. So yeah, I'm putting Colt ahead. Yeah, I have Colt too. I think I could really go either way at this one. You know, I could easily just see Makabe dropping that knee and winning, but I could also see him being like, I want to do a bunch of singles matches. So I think, you know, you could always have Colt do a wacky roll up and get the pin, which is kind of what I think will happen. Um, okay. So up next, we have Toriano and Dave Boy Smith Jr. Uh, Toriano, again, another guy who will, is, has been responsible for some major upsets over the years, especially the, I think the most famous one would be the hair pulling roll-up elimination of Tanahashi in the first round in 2015 in under three minutes. So uh, this is a really famous one. Um, he's never made it to a final. He, he's got the longest active streak of any New Japan Cup participant. Uh, he's been in every single New Japan Cup since 2006. So wow. this will be his 14th straight appearance. The only one he missed was the very first one in 2005. Um, He's been eliminated by like a weird mix of guys. He's the only guy in this tournament who's been eliminated by Milano Collection AT. So I don't think you have to worry about running into Milano again. Um, but yeah, I mean, like it's a very interesting, very interesting competitor here. He could always beat anybody, or he could just go out in the first round. Uh, the person he's facing is Dave Boy Smith Jr., who you know he lost in the semifinals to Goto in 2013 uh, after he had that that big upset of Nakamura in the first round. And the following year, he lost to Nakamura in the first round in 2014. Then he was gone for four years. He came back last year, lost via countout to Toriano in 2018. So he seems he's like kind of in a reverse situation here of his own of what happened with him and Nakamura, where you know this time he was the upset. He was the one upset in 2018, the first round, and now he finds himself facing the same guy again. Um, so you could say maybe he'll reverse it here and beat and beat Toriano, or maybe. Now just wins again. Who knows? Uh, Andy, what do you have here? Yano or Dave Boy Smith? I totally forgot they faced each other last year, uh, but I have Yano. I do think the the comedy match is happening uh, different than Damon uh, said, so I do think we'll get Cabana and, and Yano in the second round. Um, and I, I think Yano always, you know, it's almost predicted that he he goes far or does a gets a couple upset wins, upset in quotation marks. But I think he's uh, it was an easy choice for me to pick him here. Uh, what do you have here, Suit? I've got a Yano run, boys. Yano gets the win. Damon? Yeah, I went. As much as I'd like to see David Boy Smith get some, something out of this, I think Yano actually takes it and goes on to the second round. Wow, I didn't expect this. All right, Nate, what do you have? Uh, I've got Yano Toru. Going over David Boy Smith here. I think uh, David Boy does seem to have like a new lease on life, kind of. Um, got a lot more spirit and doing weird shit on Twitter, which I appreciate. <laughs> the most Asian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's very weird, and that appeals to me. Um, but yeah, I think Yano goes over here to set up the comedy match in the next round. That also sort of contributes to why I put Lance Archer over in the other bracket, because I think you got to keep one of those guys on that team kind of strong. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's also kind of funny because uh, if you recall, David Way got really mad about the Toriano Kenny Omega comedy match. So I think it's funny that we might see 
another comedy match here at Davy Boy's expense. Maybe and- Yano can steal a uh, Davy Boy's nice, nice silk jacket. <laughs> that'd be great. Oh, that'd be great. What if Davy Boy just comes out in the full on like uh, Yukata <laughs> or whatever? <laughs> He's got the whole silk. Oh man. Uh, so I have Yana here too. I just really thought somebody was gonna have Davy Boy, so that's really interesting. But yeah, I do think we're getting the crazy comedy match, and I just think Davy Boy is gonna get uh, counted out or rolled up or hit the nuts or whatever the hell's gonna happen. But he's gonna lose here again. All right. So the next up, our second to last first round match, the battle for Suzuki slash Kojima Goon. I don't know if anyone even remembers this, but Suzuki <laughs> stole Suzuki Goon from Satoshi Kojima like a million years ago. It's Satoshi Kojima versus Minoru Suzuki. Uh, Kojima, he's never made it far in the second round. He's only ever done that once. This is his first appearance though, in three years uh, since 2016. And Minoru Suzuki, his first appearance since 2017, he was the IC champion last year, so he did not take part. Uh, he's also never made a final. He made the semifinals once where he lost to Nakamura in 2014. Uh, his last appearance, he lost to Shibata in the first round. Um, yeah, this is an interesting one. I think pretty obvious, but I can see arguments for the upset, I guess. But what do you think here, Andy? Yeah, similar to how excited I am kind of about Nagata and Ishii, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this one. Just like uh, I really love people who, who hit hard, uh, and hopefully that'll be the case here. It's kind of these grizzled veterans here. Um, I'd love to see Kojima win, but I do have uh, Minoru, Minoru going ahead uh, in this one. Yeah, I agree. There's like a sleeper match of the tournament. Uh, mm-hmm. It could be really, could be really good. What do you have here, Suit? This is going to be one of those matches that I hear is really good, but I never get to, and I feel bad about that. But um, I've got Suzuki winning. I do want Kojima to pull off the upset, but I don't see it happening. Damon, what do you have? This match for five years ago, it would be like, you know, legit. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like a Bushi Naito right now, right? Seriously, <laughs> I mean, everybody would. If if there was, you know, if, if we were doing podcasts five years ago or eight years ago, yeah, we, we would be salivating over this. Um, Who are we? Joe, I'm, Joe I'm, still sal- I'm still <laughs> salivating. I'm still salivating. Yeah, yeah, you know what? It's not bad. It's probably you know, looking at that block. That might be the the sexy. Well, Godo Sonata. Um, <laughs> but it's right there, right? It's uh, that that's yeah. that's pretty sexy. Uh, mm-hmm. Got to go Suzuki though, right? I mean, I, I mean, let's let's not get it. Let's not get out of our minds here. Suzuki moves on the second round. Yeah, no, and he does have it. He has obvious rematches against both the people in the next match, so it would make sense. Right. Because uh, either either Sonata, who he just lost to, at a oh no, he just beat. I'm sorry, but then Sonata. Pay- and him the next night in the tag title match. So they, they just had that little history in Sapporo. And obviously Goto, we spent like a year and a half feuding with. So um, who do you have here, Nate? Well, first, I uh, just want to reiterate. No, I think the sexiest match was Togi Makabe versus Colt Cabana. In this bracket, <laughs> my bad. My bad. Guys, right. underline that. Right. Um, you know, I had Minoru Suzuki on my bracket but i just erased it and typed in kojima basically because you guys were all going with suzuki um <laughs> i don't know it just feels like uh suzuki's been a pushed act for a long time kojima has not had a, a bunch to do since he had that injury um so yeah maybe they kind of want to reestablish kojima here maybe set up a future feud with these guys um but i'm gonna i'm gonna go out on a limb and say kojima all right well i got suzuki but um, it should be fun either way. The very last first round match, three time 
and New Japan Cup champion, Hiroki Goto. He won this thing in 2009, 2010, 2012. Lost his IWGP Heavyweight Title Challenge all three times. This poor bastard. Uh, of course, he's never been champion. He lost to Okada in 2012. He lost to uh, Shinsuke Nakamura in 2010 and to Tanahashi in 2009. Um, in addition to his three tournament wins, he's been to the finals two other times, including his last two appearances. Uh, he lost in the final to Kota Ibushi in 2015. And he lost to Tetsuya Naito in 2016. Uh, he was not in the New Japan Cup in 2017 or 2018 because he was never openly champion entering the when the cup took place both years. Um, so Goto's up against Sonata here. Uh, Sonata has been in the tournament twice. He made progress each year. He lost in the second round to Tomohiro Ishii in 2017. And then last year he lost in the semifinals to Zap Sabre Jr. Uh, there's rumors going around about a big push for Sonata. And Sonata, you know, he the, the the semifinals and finals will be in his hometown, so I think he could be a kind of a sexy pick to make a run here. And either way, either guy winning here would set up a big match against Suzuki in the next round if Suzuki gets through, as we just discussed. Andy, who do you have here, Goto or Sonata? Uh, yeah, I think uh, you you basically pointed out. I think. Uh... This will be a, finally a little bit more of an establishing of Sonata here. Um, and I think he, he beats Goto. Should be a pretty solid match. And I do think, by the way, people mentioned this earlier, that like if we all have Evil and Naito out in the first round, I don't think they're going to have all three LIJ people yeah. losing the first round. they got to give the LIJ fans something to cheer for. So that's another thing. Uh, Suit, what do you have here, Goto or Sonata? This is an interesting one because there's been uh... – other rumors floating around about there being a WWE interest in Sonata. So if he loses this, then that might give those rumors some credibility. And then it would set up Goto Suzuki as well. But I've kind of just got my Damon tinfoil hat on right now. (laughs) Can you imagine a wrestler they would misuse more than Sonata? (laughs) (laughs) Do you, do you who'd you pick? Did you pick Goto? Oh, I picked Sonata. Oh, okay. you didn't hear me? I thought. I'm sorry. I thought you. I thought at the end there you were saying Goto because oh. Sonata might be. See, I heard those. The rumor I heard exactly was if if Sonata doesn't go to WWE, he's in line for a big push. And I kind of thought maybe like we we've passed the storm on that now, at least for this year. But who the fuck knows at this point? Um, either way, Damon, what do you have here? Goto or Goto or Sonata? I I don't think you can. I like Goto. I do. I don't want this to be taken the wrong way. But how do you how do you jumper cable him at this point? Right? Yeah. I mean it's it, it's it I I'm not going to say it's a lost cause, right? But I mean what would be the point of ha- right? If, they, if let's put it this way. I truly believe this. If Sonata loses here to Goto, I mean, they're not doing anything with Sonata, right? We're we're done with that. That 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 ship has sailed. Um, he has to win here. Uh, with that being said, here's another big time loss for Goto, and you get and and now you got to start sh- shrugging your shoulders, thinking what what what's what's Goto got left to do with this company? I mean, he's done basically at this point, I, I, right? I mean, yeah. what I mean, what do you do? I mean, I get you you can you can jumpstart just about anybody, but there's only so many times you can go to the well with Goto not 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 doing well and not doing anything. I mean, maybe like a tag title runner. Yeah, let's say if, if they if they book the tag title strong, that's been the ideal spot for him in the last few years. 
if they could make that work. <laughs> I mean, everybody wanted Shibata in him, right? Yeah. And that, that was, you know, what, a, a two months? One, one, right. one month. One right. Think, uh... And then, and we, you know, and, and we, then after and that, we all wanted Ishii in him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And we've yet to see that come to pass. So, you know, at this point, you, you, you know, stop making me look like an ass. I, I do that good just on my own. But, you know, you start, you know, why Why am I rooting for Goto at this point? Why? Because you, it's never going to happen. Yeah, Goto losing here would firmly put him in that Yoshihashi, what a right. fucking loser category. Yep. I tell you what, not only, <laughs> right, but not only Sonata, but like, you, you got to think, man, they, it feels to me, they dropped the ball with Goto. I mean, I know they, they gave him the Intercontinental at, at, at Dontaku and, I don't know. I don't think you give him, the, you know, the big boy title, but like, like he just feels like he's just one of those. Chief Jay Goto, we called him that before. Chief Jay Goto, he is, <laughs> he is the baby face gatekeeper at this point, and and that's his role, and that's who he is. Uh, Nate, what do you got? Okay, I had Goto here, <clears throat> but y'all have what? Um... <laughs> Wait, I'm a five minute rant. Goto, come on. Yeah, I, so you guys talked me out of Goto. I changed it to Sonata. Um, I think I think uh, we're still waiting on like that Shane Strickland class to go to NXT or whatever. So maybe we're not quite out of the woods on that. But yeah, it seems like Sonata has always been in line for that real push to the top level, and it does make sense to have him as the standout member of LIJ in this tournament. Um, hey, I'll, I'll push my same idea for reviving Goto that I've been pushing for a while. Uh, we've got Chaos and the New Japan main roster are effectively joined and merged at this point. You know, on the anniversary show and all up and down these tours, they're all teaming together. Uh, so you just have Goto break away and give him in its own unit so that he can be on top of. Let, let him be, you know, a genuine heel for a minute instead of just like, a, you know, milk toast baby face. Uh, I, I mean, I would definitely turn him and have him join. Suzuki Goon or Bullet Club at this point. I don't know. Like, there's no reason not to. Yeah. I mean, I don't, uh, maybe, you know, maybe he could even succeed uh, Suzuki as the leader of Suzuki Goon or something because he's, I mean, he's not a spring chicken. But yeah, uh, give Goto like a, a genuine story or angle or something to go off there. Uh, I, you can't put him on Yoshihashi level just because Goto actually looked like he's interested in being there in most of his matches, whereas Yoshihashi looks like he's sleepwalking and, uh, you know, can't be bothered. Uh, but yeah, I had Goto here. I changed my mind. I'm going to go with Sonata. All right. So now we're in the second round. So everybody will have some different matches here. So we'll have to, when you, I introduce you, you'll, you'll tell me what your match is first <laughs> of all, and then your winner. So Andy, second round, first match, who you got and who wins? Uh, so I had uh, Ishii and, and Taichi uh, in the second round. Um, and I, that's correct, right? Yep. Um, and I have... Uh, Taichi winning, beating Nishi. Uh, again, I, I kind of mentioned it, I think uh, we're going to book him a, a little bit strong, and I have something in, in place for him. So I got him going. All right. Suit, what's your, what is your match and who you got winning? I have Ihii and Taichi. I have Taichi winning. Wow. I think me and I Suit hope, almost I, have I the hope, exact same bracket. I hope all you guys are right. This is, this I mean, yeah. I mean, Taichi's more consistently pushed than Ishii at this point. He gets more, like, shine than he does. And then it's New Japan Cup, too, so we're good for some wackiness there as far as booking. So I went with Tai Chi. 
Damon, what do you got here? Here's the sad part. I think you guys are right. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> uh, but at being the stubborn idiot that I am, uh, I went Ishii. Well, and... you, have, you have Ishii and Taichi also? Oh, yes, I do. Yeah, the okay. same match. Uh, and I have Ishii going over um, and, and, and moving on just because I don't think I could stomach it. <laughs> Any wow. other way? Wow! But, yeah, you're on uh, wrestling omakase here, sir. I know, man. I, I, I know. A taichi, a taichi <laughs> positive zone. I, I, I know the target audience. audience that yeah, that's listening, and, I'm, and I, I haven't made any new fans, I'm sure. But uh, I, look, I, I can only do what I, I can only be honest, and uh, and uh, I'm rooting and giving my vote of confidence to Ishii to uh, get past Taichi. Nate, what's your match here, and who you got winning? Yeah, this is why I spared Ishii uh, the honor of being in the ring with Tai Chi. I've got Nagata versus Tai Chi with Tai Chi going over. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I have Ishii and Tai Chi, and I have Ishii winning. Obviously, I would greatly prefer Tai Chi, but I just don't see him being. Wait, hey, you, didn't, you didn't even pick Taichi after all that? Damon a lot of shit. I am a, look, I'm a stand. But I'm objective, so I have to be my objective opinions. I think Ishii wins. I hope to God, <laughs> I hope fuck? to God I'm wrong. I hope yeah. to God I'm wrong. Who didn't but, someone create like a Photoshop of the bracket and just yeah. for, that was for you that it said Taichi in every slot? No, 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 no. It was so, Naito in every oh, spot. Except for one. Taichi was had moved on one. <laughs> yeah, he had Naito in every spot except for Taichi. That was Alex uh, yeah, from Voice of Wrestling. Pretty funny. But, um, okay, next second round match, Andy. What do you have and who wins? Uh, I had uh, Yoshi Hashi and Juice Robinson. Um, this one's super easy to me. I got Juice moving ahead. Uh, suit? I got Juice and Yoshi Hashi. And after one win, Yoshi Hashi returns to being a fucking loser. I got Juice. <laughs> and the most, the, the biggest insult I can give Yoshi Hashi is I once saw like a Photoshop of a shirt with him that said, I'm the guy who sucks. And I was like, not entirely sure. <laughs> It was like a, not a real shirt. I was like, "Well, that could be a shirt they give him." Who the fuck even? They gave him that one shirt that was like, "My heart is broken," and it's like, "Well, yeah, might as well that, just be a shirt that says I'm the guy who sucks." That said, if that's a, if that's a match, I think that'll be like a really those guys both work hard, and I think that yeah, Yoshihashi's not like pretty, a bad wrestler when he wants to. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah, not. I mean, he just projects loser. Like yeah. he walks he, around like a loser. He is a bag of socks. He's a bag of fucking socks. Boring (laughs) as it just, right? He, it it just, you know, again, how many times can you, it's a a fucking bag of socks. He doesn't even have an ironic fandom. No, right. Uh, Well, I think once in a while he surprises you. That's all I'm saying. Damon. With a Paula Dean haircut. Motherfucker. (laughs) Damon, what do you have? Here's Here's your juice. I'm like I'm looking at my bracket right now, oh, I'm like, sorry. I, and I'm like, I'm a fucking idiot because in the second round I have Yoshihashi versus Chase Owens. Oh, they're, yeah, not, they're not fucking doing that. Come on. I was, <laughs> I was gonna comment on that because then you had Yoshi or Chase. Right. Going I'm looking at the saying. I'm like, this is a horseshit. You are a fucking idiot. Um, can I officially change my mind? People no. have to listen. No, I'm all right. Not. Yeah. Locked in. All right, then I. I well. All right, you're in for a yeah. shitty match. But I got <laughs> Chase Owens versus Yoshiyashi, and I have Chase Owens going the fuck over. <laughs> <laughs> finalist Chase Owens. I'm going right. all in on Chase. My boy wow. Chase with with with, with that with that package pile driver gimmick is is running the table in this one. And that means you have 
Oh yeah, Chase that's and Ichi. Right. That's right. Yeah, thank that's God right. you didn't pick Taichi in the last one. Watch this. Uh, Nate, what are you having Fale beat uh Osprey was would be wild. <laughs> Nate, what do you have here for your second round match? I've got Yoshihashi versus Juice Robinson with Juice obviously going over. Yep, that's what I have too. So Yoshi and Juice, Juice wins. Can move on. The next quarter of the bracket here, Okada and oh well, it could be whatever. I keep forgetting. Andy, what do you have here? Uh, I have Okada versus Mikey, like we kind of established, uh, getting Mikey established. I think they go out and have uh, a really strong match trying to get him as a, like a hard worker. Okada gives him a pat on the back at the end, uh, but he, he wins. Okada uh, beats Mikey. Sue, what do you have here? Copy and paste. Okada over Nichols. Damon? Again, this is, you know, looking at this fucking bracket, I have Okada, <laughs> Kaleo, <laughs> and Okada obviously winning. But uh, yeah, I just think that we'll have some another Bullet Club uh, representative. I just, I just can't see the, the chaos interaction th- this early. I mean, right out of the gate, this early. Um, so I, I went, I went Hikaleo and and Okada winning. Uh, Nate, what do you have? Yeah, you are giving me a little pause on that because it is like we've never seen Mikey and Okada team or like be on the same side of a you know, 10 man tag or something. So that is a little unusual, but I've got Okada and Mikey Nichols with Okada going over. And I also have Okada and Mikey with Okada winning. I think we, I think it's the only thing they will do here. Um, okay. So the final match on the final second round match of this side of the bracket, uh, Andy, what do you got here? Um, I have, I had bad luck Fale, uh, who had beaten Will Ospreay and Lance Archer, the big battle of the giants. Um, and I, I did like, uh, uh, so I can't remember who it was, uh, maybe Nate that was talking about Archer kind of taking the, the spot of being the new big giant, uh, but I did go with my, my usual pick, and I put Fale over Archer. Uh, Suit, what do you have here? I've got Fale versus Archer, and I've got Fale winning. All right. Damon? Fale against Hanare uh, in, a, in a super rematch that we're all excited for. <laughs> And and Hanare just just can't quite get it done. Uh, Fale wins and moves on because later on we'll see Okada Fale, huh? Huh? Okada Fale. Listen, nice fresh matchup there, right? But if Fale is going to have a good match, it's going to be against Okada, right? Yeah, we just Ooh. saw it. Yeah, I picked it. Nate, what do you have here? Yeah, that was my uh, point uh, that we'd like to see Archer plugged in instead of Fale. So I've got Lance Archer going over Will Ospreay to set up a future never challenge on some B show. Uh, and that sets up Okada versus Archer, which I think would be better than Okada versus Fale. And I have Osprey and Archer here, and I think Osprey wins. I think Osprey's going to like really get to establish himself as like this you know, giant killer heavyweight beater with two big wins over Fale and Archer. And I think they're going to do the Okada Osprey rematch from last year, which is not such a big match. You have to save it. I think it'd be an interesting matchup in the in the quarterfinals and like a marquee kind of match. So I have Osprey winning here and moving on. All right. So the other side of the bracket, second round. What do you have here? And this is a weird one with uh, actually with Tenzan and question marks. So I actually don't know. I think we can all agree Tanahashi's winning this, right? Like no matter who the fuck it is. Yeah. 
Yeah. I have Tenzon going all the way, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I did have Tenzon winning, uh, beating Finley. Um, I think it could have gone either way, but he was the only of the, the quote-unquote dads that I had winning. Don't know why, just random. Uh, but I did have Tanahashi beating him. So we all have Tanahashi going to the quarterfinals. That's yes. Correct. Yes. Okay. So Tanahashi wins whoever whoever it is, Tenzan or some fucking felon. Or so X. or uh, yeah. So Tanahashi moves on. Uh, the next second round match in the deaf quarter. What do you have here, Andy? Um. So we're going down to. Uh, I had a Bushi versus. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr., one of the best matchups that New Japan's had multiple times in the past couple of years, uh, and I have Ibushi uh, moving forward. Yeah, they had that incredible match in the G1 last year mm-hmm. that, I, that I absolutely loved. I didn't like the New Japan Cup match quite as much, but the, the G1 match was awesome, so I hope we get that again. Yeah, I really uh, like both of them. Suit, what do you have here? I have Ibushi versus ZSJ, and I have ZSJ getting the win. Ah, oh, you stole my, you stole my. Like I thought it was gonna be a big upset pick, and no one else yeah. have. Uh, well, hey, I mean, Abushi. If Abushi beats Naito, then he's got his direction, so he doesn't really need to go any further. So why not? And it would set up a ton of a rematch of the finals in the in the quarters. True, uh, Damon. What do you have here? <sighs> um, that's a good point, right? If if if, if Abushi gets the win over Naito. He's accomplished what he's had to accomplish, unless you're looking down the road at the big building in Madison Square Garden. Uh, I I have Abushi Zach, and I do have Abushi going over Zach. Nate, what do you have here? I have. I currently have Abushi over Zach, but you guys are again kind of talking me into it. Um, I think that you want to give Abushi that super push, but I think I'm going to change my answer to Zach because that sets up Tanahashi versus Zach, and Tanahashi needs to get his win back over Zach. He's yeah. the only singles loss he's taken that he hasn't uh, avenged is Zach Saber Jr. for Hiroshi Tanahashi last year. So no, I think he beat him in the G. No, he beat him in the G1, didn't he? Oh no, no that was the no, year it was before. Box. Yeah. yeah, that was the year before. Okay. So yeah, Saber is the the outstanding uh, victory over Tanahashi, and I think that makes more sense as a quarterfinal than doing Tanahashi versus Ibushi again when that's like a G one final level match. That that would yeah. be my that was gonna be my big point. Why I think Saber's a lock here is if Ibushi beats Naito, then you know he already has his Ibushi title match, like someone said, and if Ibushi beats Saber here, then you're doing Tanahashi and Ibushi in the quarterfinal of the New Japan Cup. Which just seems that just seems like way too big a match to waste on a quarterfinal. Yeah, so, I'm changing my answer. I'm I'm doing booking on the fly here and moving Zach Saber Jr. ahead. So but I have, but didn't Tanahashi Ibushi do G1 like opening night? Yeah, but that's the G1. I th- I mean right. I think I mean opening night though. Yeah, True. but the opening night's a big match. That's starting off with a bang rather than being in the round of eight of the of a less prestigious tournament. I think. All right, well, fuck my bracket then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I have Saber winning here too. I just think Saber is a great guy to upset Naito and Ibushi. You could be like, do the storyline of he's going through the same people as last year, where he beats Knight, he beats uh, Ibushi for the second straight year, and you know then he has a matchup with Tanahashi in the, the quarterfinals that really sets things up. Is like, oh, well, he beat Tanahashi again too. I'm convinced. 
Yeah, I think it's a really interesting one. So Saber wins that second round match against Ibushi. All right, Andy, what's your next second round match? Are we in the, the next bracket now? Yeah, we're in the, well, we're in the next quarter. You know. Uh, so I have Colt and Yano, um, and I think this will be fun and funny, um, but I do have Yano uh, getting the better of Colt here. Uh, what do you have here, Suit? I have Cole Cabana versus Toru Yano in a rematch of Global Wars 2017 in Chicago. <laughs> I think. Oh, the classic event. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got Yano winning. Uh, Damon? Uh, I have Makabe Yano in a match that I'm sure I'll be fast-forwarding through. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm watching on delay. And I actually have Yano moving on. Wow. Everybody's got this quarterfinalist Giano. Nate, what do you have? Uh, I have Colt Cabana versus Toriano in that rematch. I was at that Global Wars show, and uh, Cabana versus Giano was considerably better than Omega versus Yoshihashi, the main event. I, I agree. <laughs> um, and I've got Boom Boom Colt Cabana moving Ooh, ahead here, kind of kind of throwing a bone to their you know partner Ring of Honor and moving their guy up. Uh, so, and you know, they, they kind of gave Colt a lot to do on those, uh, ROH shows. Like they had little, you know, character moments and a little angle running off those couple of shows. So yeah, I'm going with Colt here. I also have Cabana and Yano and I do have Yano winning just cause I think it makes a lot of sense for who his opponent would be in the quarterfinals. So, um, you know, he has a history with the guy that I'm going to pick to win the next match. Well, I can actually history with both of them, both of the guys are my next match, but I think, yeah, so I think Yano's winning. Uh, okay, so the final second round match, Andy. What do you have? Uh, yeah, I had uh, Sonata and Minoru, who just uh, just had a match uh, last month, um, and I have Sonata uh, getting the victory uh, back and moving on to the quarterfinals. Suit, what do you have here? I have Sonata and Suzuki. I have Sonata going over because it is his year. And Damon. Uh, I have exactly the same, except that last sentence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you have Sonata winning, but you don't think it's his year. I, okay. I, I don't. I don't think it's his year. Okay. Nate, what do you have here? Uh, so, yeah, this was another one I changed on the fly. I've got Kojima versus Sonata. And, yeah, I'm going to go with Sonata moving ahead to try and get that hometown pop in the next couple rounds. And I also have Sonata and Suzuki. And... I think Sonata's winning this to go face Toriano. They have their whole little comedy feud from the G1 and the New Japan Cup in recent years. I think it makes a lot of sense that to be one of the quarterfinals. So that moves us to the quarterfinals. Uh, Andy, what is your first quarterfinal match? Uh, my first quarterfinal match in that uh, top bracket, uh, Taichi and Juice Robinson. Um, and uh, similar to what a lot of people were saying uh, some people trying to beat Juice to get a U.S. title shot. I actually have Taichi winning here, Ooh. setting up a, a random U.S. title shot. Wow. It's semi-finalist Taichi. I hope to God your, your bracket's right. Uh, Suit, what do you have here for your first quarterfinal? Copy and paste. Two guys <laughs> with Taichi in the final four. Let's wow. go. Taichi beats Juice. Damon, what do, you have for, John. <laughs> what do you have for your first quarterfinal? All right, let's let's just be honest here. This side of the bracket is totally fucked for me, but uh, <laughs> it's it's Ishii and Chase. Right? Oh my! Okay. All right, look, I'm jumping out of the That'd be awesome. That'd be you an know? awesome like work Thank match. You. All right, uh, and I do have Ishii going over. Um, 
making it to what about that would be like the, the final four uh chase a magical run for chase but it ends with ishii nate what do you have for your first quarterfinal quarterfinal i have taichi and juice robinson with juice robinson going on to the semis and i have ishii and juice robinson and i also have juice robinson moving on to the semifinals so a deep run here for juice okay second quarterfinal andy what do you have uh, in the other quarterfinal, I had Okada and Fale, right? Yes, Okada and Fale. It's getting hard to read. Um, and I have Okada uh, going to the semifinals to face Taichi. Uh, suit? Wow, we have the same bracket, apparently. Okada and Fale. Okada over. Uh, Damon? Yeah, Okada, Fale. We're going to see uh, Fale in his... Uh, Back to back, right? Uh, Okada matches, which will be uh, probably pretty good because they do have a history of that, uh, which would lead me to an Ishi Okada. Huh? How about that? Ishi looking to uh, get go two two and zero against Okada in a singles match. Huh? You're making huh? the case of all these chaos guys not facing each other. <laughs> <laughs> Ishi Okada. Okay, that's money right there. It is. Nate, what do you have in the for the last second quarter? I've got Okada versus Lance Archer. Fresh match. I don't know when the last time we saw that was. Maybe like a four G1s ago or something. Um, and yeah, I've got Okada going over. So that, yep, Okada wins. And I have Okada and Will Ospreay. And an interesting Chaos versus Chaos match, a rematch of the anniversary show last year. And I have Okada winning here to set up a semifinal with Juice Robinson. So the other side of the bracket. Andy, what is your third quarter final? Uh, I had um, Tanahashi and Ibushi. Um, and I, uh, I I do like a lot of the things you guys are talking about between uh, with Zack Sabre Jr. and Ibushi and things like that. Uh, but uh, my kind of feeling was that Ibushi was basically going to have the same run that Zack Sabre Jr. had last year. So I have Ibushi uh, beating Tanahashi here. Wow. Uh, Suit, what do you have for your third quarter final? I've got ZSJ and Tanahashi, and I must have dropped my watch. Hold on. Let me see what time it is. Oh, it's Zack Sabre time. (laughs) There we go. So he beats Tanahashi the second straight year. Yes. Wow. Uh, Damon, what do you have for the third third quarter final? Well, Tanahashi Ibushi, um, which, again, on paper just sounds incredible. Uh, We've seen it before. It'll be incredible again. And you're right. If 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 we're gonna if we're gonna do, if we're gonna do this, we're gonna put a rocket on somebody. It's Coda. He gets the win. He moves on. Nate, what do you have here? So I had Tanahashi versus Ibushi. I was convinced to change it to Tanahashi versus Zack Saber Jr. The reason you do that match is to have Tanahashi clawing back to get his revenge at Jay White to avenge his loss against Zack Saber Jr. In the meantime. So I have Tanahashi beating Zack Sabre Jr. and moving on to the semis. Yep, and I have Tanahashi and Sabre, and I have Tanahashi getting his win back from the finals of last year's New Japan Cup and defeating Zack Sabre Jr. to move on to the semifinals. So the final quarterfinal match, Andy, what do you have? Quarter. Oh, my bad. Uh, sorry. I have uh, Yano and Sonata, uh, and their their fun little feud. Um, and it just seems like uh, Sonata is the only one that never gets uh, fucked over by Yano, and I think that continues. I think uh, Sonata just doesn't 
uh, doesn't give in to Yano's jokes, and so uh, he he wins again. Suit, what do you have here? Sonata and Yano. I've got Sonata. Damon. Uh, also, Sonata, Yano. I can't imagine Yano making it past this point. Uh, Sonata has to win here. Nate. I've got Colt Cabana and Sonata. Um, I think that that would be a pretty bold move to put Colt Cabana that far, but I do have Sonata beating him anyway, whereas previously I had Hiroki Goto beating him. But yeah, I've got Sonata and Bunata semis against Tanahashi. And I have Sonata and Yano with Sonata winning for all the reasons people stated, but especially since it sets him up to go to the semifinals in his hometown. So Sonata beats Yano, moves on to face Tanahashi. So, semifinal number one, Andy. Uh, Taichi and Okada. Uh, and your, your, lips to, your lips to God's ears. <laughs> yes. Uh, and while it would uh, set some people uh, aflame if Taichi won, I do have Okada uh, getting to the finals. Yeah. Such, what do you have here? Suit? Uh-oh. <laughs> Did we lose Suit? Oh, no. What a time to lose him. I'm on mute. My oh, buddy. Gotcha. Okay, come on, buddy. Uh, to repeat my joke that no one heard, uh, I have Okada and Taichi, and I have Okada moving on because I'm not stupid. Uh. <laughs> okay. uh, Damon, your first of two semifinals. This is, this is Ishii Okada, right? Um, I look uh, not to again show my cards early, but I don't think you can do Okada Obushi right now, right? You can't do that right now. Ishii goes 2 and 0 against Okada, picks up the win, and he's making it to the finals. Love wow. it. Nate, what's your semifinal here? I've got a Juice Robinson, the IWGP United States champion, against Okada, the ace. And I've got Okada moving on to the finals, trying to get back to Jay White for revenge. And I also have Juice and Okada with Okada moving on. So just think Okada is definitely at least getting to the finals here. So Okada wins here and sets up, gets, sends himself to the final. All right, Andy, what is your other semifinal? My other semifinal is Abushi and Sonata, uh, two well-dressed boys. Uh, and uh, initially, uh, all my predictions uh, kind of leading up to this was that Abushi was going to be winning New Japan Cup, and even a few days ago was. But I'm actually uh, very similar to what Damon said. I don't think you put Abushi and Okada together right yet, although I would love it. Uh, so I actually have Sonata scoring the upset and spoiling Abushi's Cinderella run and making it to the finals. Suit, what do you have here? Here I have Sonata and ZSJ. Uh, oh, sorry. I dropped my watch again. Oh, it got caught in a crappy dragon sleeper. <laughs> Sonata moves on to the final to take on Okada, and he gets his win back from last year. Yeah, that's right, because ZSJ did beat him in the. So that would be like the ultimate, like ZSJ was going through everybody he beat last year, but then Sonata finally stops it because he in his hometown, lost... too. Yeah. You lost him in the semis last year. Damon, what do you got here? It comes down to who you think is going to make it uh, to Madison Square Garden against Jay White, right? Um, and if you go Okada and you and you think Okada is winning, you you can't have a Bushi win in, in the semis, right? I am on the other side of the, the fence, though. So I have Ishii beating uh, Okada to to avoid that match with Okada and Abushi. And because I think you definitely see that down the road. 
Uh, on this side of the bracket, it's Abushi Sonata, and I have Abushi winning. Nate, what do you got here? I have Tanahashi against Sonata was previously Ibushi versus Goto, so I've changed everything. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's, so it's Tanahashi. He's like Vince, uh, booking Raw. But mine will actually make sense. Mine will actually make more right. sense this way. Um, so, yeah, it's Tanahashi. He, just like Okada, wants a piece of Jay White, wants to get his belt back. But we're going to have the upset. Sonata's going to go over Tanahashi. Firmly established Sonata toward the top of the card. Uh, Tanahashi's Cinderella run is going to be cut short, and that sets up a finals of Okada versus Sonata. I had the exact same thing, Tanahashi and Sonata. Sonata gets up the, the biggest run of his career, beats Sonata clean, or beats Tanahashi clean, probably with the moonsault, uh, and moves on to the final, which makes my final Okada, Sonata. Andy, what is your final, and who is winning the New Japan Cup? Yeah, my final is also Okada, Sonata, uh, and I 100% do not think you are main of any Madison Square Garden, uh, <laughs> or at least challenging the IWGP Heavyweight Championship with Sonata. So I got Okada winning the New Japan Cup uh, going to MSG. Suit? Okada versus Sonata. I think Sonata gets a big, a big, like, not push, but he gets like a big showcase here in his hometown. But Okada gets the win and main events madison square garden as he should because he's good david makes sense doesn't it okada headlining the only thing that i have trouble with is having okada lose at madison square garden because i don't i really don't think you do a title change this quickly off of jay white i really don't um and and can you have jay white cleanly pin okada in in what a three-month span four-month span on the two biggest shows for New Japan Pro Wrestling in that time frame. I, I find that hard to swallow right now. I think you can have Ibushi headline that, that show against Jay White. You can have Ibushi lose cleanly. You don't know, get to the finals, win it, right? Uh, and challenge Jay White. So again, uh, for clarity's sake, it's Ishii and Ibushi, uh, a rematch of the G1. Uh, night 10, if I'm not mistaken, and Abushi wins. But here's All the right. thing, though. Would you want everybody leaving and the last thing everyone sees is Jay White holding up the belt out of I, Madison Square Garden? It's I all think, the heat, dude. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> all right. I mean, you. here's the thing. I think that crowd, I, I don't think anybody's going home with tears in their eyes because a title change didn't change it, you know? Like I, I real, I mean, yes, cheering is great, but I think people are there to see really good pro wrestling. I don't think you're you're looking at a, like a SmackDown crowd where you or a, or a Raw crowd or where you need to feel, yeah, he, he, you know what I mean. I don't think people need that. I think people need to see a great match. I think the people that bought tickets to this show want to see outstanding pro wrestling, and you know that's that's why they bought the ticket. They didn't go to to see any one person. Like if Kenny were in that main event. I would I would say that crowd might be a crowd that would want to see a guy win. I don't think you necessarily need to have Okada win to have people go home happy. Besides, the the show's going to end with Marty Skrull holding the, the <laughs> ROH title. I hope, so. I hope. <laughs> you mean the uh, six man tag team titles? Right. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.